知らない言葉を覚えてゆくたび、面影の中手を伸ばすの。だけど一人ではわからないことでもあるのかもしれない。さよならは苦くて愛してるわ。遠いに追い出した。たとえようのないこの想いはとても怖くてだけど。Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode somewhere in the 30s. I don't know of、uh, Chuchu Gachi Unlimited Trainworks Video Game Chuchu's Anime Podcast.、Uh, I hope you're doing well in these times. With me is LV. We're here to provide you company, yeah, comfort, and you know some interesting conversation. All three of those. <laughs> Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's just you know, just sit back and relax. Well, no, if you're going somewhere, unfortunately, and have to go somewhere, unfortunately, you know, if you have no choice but yeah, to just you know, de-stress. Yeah, we're here to protect you. Don't worry. Podcast waves cancel out. They don't. They don't actually. I'm not going to say anything that will confuse anyone. I'm sorry.、Uh, John is also here. Wash your hands and stay inside if you can. That's that's、yep. all I gotta say. All right. Well, with most people, well, no, I won't even say most people. With people spending more time at home now, it's a good time to watch anime. I think.、Uh, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. Exactly. I'm getting caught up on a bunch of things. Yeah.、Uh, watch the stuff you haven't watched before. Yeah. Don't listen to those people who on Twitter who are like, "Well, now's the perfect time to watch One Piece or Gundam." Get them out of there! Don't right, listen to those people.、Right. They are crazy. No, They're trying to drag you into their cult, and <laughs> you don't, you don't, don't do it. I think I think something like One Piece is you know everything is a wordy suggestion, but like One Piece will always be there. I think this is like、yeah. a nice time to explore something that you probably won't think about. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot、One、of nice, nice, lighthearted. You know, like there's nice stuff out there too that can, you know, <laughs> if you're stressed out, watch a、mm-hmm. f- fucking Yuru Camp or something. I don't know. Oh right, yeah. Just watch that over and over again. Watch um uh, uh Hanamatsuri. Hani Hanamatsuri. Yes. Hinamatsuri. Hinamatsuri. Thank you. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that's. What I was thinking of Hanamonogatari also. After, well, that's why I combined the two.、Uh, that might be not.、Uh, that's not a good one. <laughs> no, don't watch that one.、Um, but yeah.、Uh, d- Save that for after this. Yeah, after this is over、yeah. and you need to die or something. I don't know.、Um, okay. We're not talking about One Piece on the thing. 
not yet. No, anyway. no. We'll see. I'm going to set it right now. Unless one of you <laughs> wants to get into it, that's your choice to make. But we are not ever Aww. going to allow I'm One good. Piece here. Uh, no offense to the One Piece fans out there. You're all valid, except for when I have to see some of the people who are on that fucking... Oh, I don't know about some of those characters. You ever see, like, the giraffe? Not really. The what? There's a giraffe in, like, a baseball player outfit in One Piece. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of those. I don't like them. I don't like looking at them. <laughs> it's very... It's. I mean, I would say it's very... Well, actually, I don't have words for it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you feel. It's right? Eccentric. Eccentric. That's a good one. It's, it's, uh... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're going to talk about, uh, Violet Evergarden, which was our anime of the month. Uh, mm-hmm. I picked it. Uh, and yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll do the short summary. You know, there's Violet. She writes the letters. She has robot hands. Uh, they're not robot hands. I don't know. The... Love this de- deconstructed summary, which is about right, honestly. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she writes the letters and she goes around. She killed millions of people. Um, yeah. And she's doing her best. Uh, yeah. That's all of a discuss- summary I need to give for the anime. I don't know. We'll talk about it in further detail here. Um, so I picked this and I was rewatching it. Um, and I liked it more the second time, I think, although I have some opinions that I think changed, which I'll get to that later. Uh, let's see, uh, Elvie, you can go first. How do you feel about this? Um, I really loved it. Um, I tried to start the series like a while ago when it did come out, um, initially, but I just never got around to finishing it, Mm -hmm. right? And I think this is a, this was like actually my first proper time sitting down with it and like watching it in full, um, and yeah, overall I really loved it. It's a beautiful, beautiful series. You know, and unfortunately, this is something I have to mention. Like, you know, this was like probably like the last credit, really, or I think the movie, the upcoming movie, like, yeah, um, the upcoming new movie. Like, there was another, there's another movie um, uh, of the series, right? Um, you know, unfortunately, it might be the last credit for unfortunately a lot of lives lost with the Gianni yeah. fire. So, you know, and I think it's you know that's like powerful. I think for something beautiful like this, like this is you know like you know just to you know linger on that a little bit more. Not going to do that any longer, but like um, this is beautiful art, right? This is just this yeah. is like a magnificent like art piece where it's like oh wow, this is very touching and very symbolic in ways of like this is basically a series about love. And not necessarily romantic love, but learning about love and understanding what love means, um, right? So, um, you know, this will go into one of my complaints later, but right, like, it, it, it's kind of, like, confusing at first because, in a way, the series was weirdly marketed for some reason. They felt they need to mention the idea of robots, right? So yeah. it's kind of like a setting where it's like a pseudo-post-war, not quite steampunk, it's definitely not that. It's more like an advanced kind of, I don't know what's the word, it's, there's, there's another word for it, um, you know, kind of like a proto-industrial society that's a little more advanced than it would be in real, like, in, in what history kind of told us. But it's not steampunk. This is not that. Yeah. Um, but her, 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 her prosthetics are definitely, like, a little more advanced than I think what that time period that this is based on would be having, right? Um, they're very mobile in a way that's, like, not, like, and very tactile in a way that's not, I don't think, uh, you know, from my understanding, prosthetics, like, from that time period that they're based yeah, on. Yeah, especially like, not. They're not that advanced. Yeah. Um, but something to that sort, right? You know, it's 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 a weird pseudo like Western Europe, uh, 
post war, uh, you know, post war world, um, you know, um, yeah, like you know, she kind of has this robotic personality. She is Violet, the main character, which is what the series is named out of. So she's the main focus. We are in her perspective. Um, you know, she's she basically was a child soldier. You know, she unfortunately was conditioned and raised to be this child soldier. So she came out of that now trying to cope and like adjust to society. And right, she finds this kind of ghost writing group. You know, where they mainly focus on writing letters for people who don't know how to, or like, um, and like a big thing about that is. Um, you know, it seems like they do boring stuff, like, you know, technical writing. Like, they do stuff for, like, companies or, like, are writing letters for, like, I don't know, like, businesses and stuff. But also, like, uh, they have personal one-to-one clients with people who don't know how to convey their emotions in writing. And that's, like, a very powerful thing, you know? Like, training art, writing as this art and, like, how do people – how do you understand someone else's emotions, right? How do you understand someone else's uh, personal experiences? And, like, for Violet, this is kind of her – you know, for Violet being able to get this job as her way of, like, kind of integrating back to society. She needs something to do, right? Um, this is her way of just trying to understand how humans – how normal humans work, essentially, through this job because she's having now these personal one-on-ones with all these different clients that she gets, right? She, she overcomes that hurdle in the beginning where, you know, like, she has to prove herself that she can write at all. You know, and at first she like is very disappointing. Like you know, she unfortunately like is, is very stiff and robotic. She upsets that one woman who's kind of yeah. like odd and that. Like it's like I love this, you know, but she's because she, she's doing that thing where she like loves someone but she doesn't want to admit it. You know, and that's like kind of that is that's troubling. You know, and for someone who doesn't understand what that means, it's like you know, it's 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 confusing, right? Like I I don't like how do you teach someone like here's this conflicting feeling where someone loves someone but they don't want to express it entirely or be too forward, right? Like you you don't like there's these societal norms too that are not quite you know that make you like there's a lot of things in the series that makes you realize like oh we have a lot of these societal norms about romance too that are not really right and I'm not sure why they're normalized, right? Um but yeah, like overall, this is like a wonderful series because I, I, again, like I said earlier, it's not necessarily about romantic love entirely, but it's also about just different sorts of love, like a lot of familial love, which, um, which I appreciate, especially, you know, especially kind of like I feel like this uh, relationship between Violet and the major um, is kind of honestly ambiguous. You know, there's this there's this kind of this, at least to me, you know, there's, there's kind of this framing where there might be a rom- you know, something romantic about it, too. But I feel like it's more ambiguous than that, especially since it's it's a, it's a troubling thing where she's coming out of that, and there was that was like the only person in her life up to that point that she felt like well she didn't feel she she didn't understand it right she didn't quite understand it. that was the only person who technically expressed care for her despite the idea that she was conditioned to be a quote unquote tool, um, and then now this person's no longer in her life, and like how does she cope with that right and. Um, mm-hmm. So, so, you know, it's like, yeah, there's like very like heavy stuff they explore with that too. And like, how, how does someone get out of codependency essentially and dependency out of the fact that, you know, they needed this person as a way of coping through their trauma and like, how do you get out of trauma by yourself? You know, like how do you, you know, so it's, it's a lot, it's really good. Um, I think one of my favorite episodes is, um, I think it's episode, I'm torn between episode three and I think it was not, it was, and then the other episode where she visits the dying mother and she has to write letters for um her child um episode three i believe or four i believe episode three was the episode in which she has to write letters for this princess and um who has to write on behalf for her basically betrothed and like building up to that engagement essentially um and i felt like those two episodes and i think i think i'm stuck on those two episodes and i'm not sure which i prefer more because they're basically about the same thing about maternal love Mm -hmm. i felt like 
Um, you know, the first episode inv- um, I mentioned involving the princess. I, you know, although the main the main thing was the relationship between her and this like suitor. Um, there was the uh, I felt like what was more important in that one episode was her relationship with her caretaker, and it was just very touching, especially at the end of the episode where she kind of has to learn how to mature and this idea of like literally leaving the nest that you know now she's going to get married you know and the whole topic about her being like underage is like a different thing which i will probably talk about (laughs) later (laughs) but i felt like how they handled that was kind of interesting too um but speaking on the caretaker relationship specifically i thought that was like a very very like touching thing especially when you talk about the idea of like someone who's technically not biologically related to you but this person has been with you your whole life like, I really appreciate that. Like, I felt like that was, like, the first familial relationship they brought up. And this was not a familial re- relationship that was blood-related to. So that was kind of really powerful. But then the whole thing where, like, later on with the episode where she visits the dying mom, you know, it was like, you know, up front, you go, the, the episode's like, oh, why is she writing? You know, I, like, my theory was like, oh, is she writing this mom's will to her daughter? Like, but no. In the end, it hits you. was like, oh, my gosh, she's writing a series of letters that will secure this daughter for, like, most of, like, the rest of her life. And, like, I don't know. I, like, I was shocked, like, how I didn't cry until maybe that episode, right? <laughs> I was like, wow, that's insane. That is insane. But I don't Like, I, I felt like those two episodes that focus on this, like, maternal relationship with a daughter, whether blood-related or not, like, were very powerful. And yeah. they stuck out to me the most. Um, so, like, I felt like they were also personal to me, too. Like, I felt, I feel like I have a strong relationship with my mom. So, it's like, oh, wow, this, you know, this is like, oh, this is hitting me, right? Um, and, yeah, I, overall, again, just, you know, speaking on the positives of the series, like, focusing on the positives right now, um, I, that's, I just felt like it was a good overall series. And I'm glad that it, it focused on all sorts of relationships that didn't necessarily, you know, you narrowed down to something romantic, right? And that's what I liked the most. It, it really was someone's personal healing journey about exploring all sorts of different emotions and how do you reel from them or how do you translate that into thought or speech, right? Or, and then just words. You know, sometimes you don't need a voice. You just have the written word and that's kind of like the whole big thing about this series. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um I should make a better response than that. I don't know. You, you made good points. No, definitely. Um, I think that that is the fact that the show is, I, I, I appreciate it. I think like uh, both of you were saying in the beginning that, well, you had, you had different uh, things you were uh, questioning LV where uh, both where yeah. John was saying not to spoil your, your takes or anything, John, I don't know if they changed or anything, fine. but uh, you were saying, John was saying that uh, the, the, it was too formulaic for a while uh Mm -hmm. up to i think like episode seven or so which is fair because it does follow a very same formula uh yeah like it's it's extremely formulaic like even the good episodes still like hit those exact notes and you know like there's sometimes where you kind of lose yourself in it because it's just like yeah you know it's it's fine i'm just enjoying this episode but still like every single episode is she gets called up for a job she shows up to the job there's always a scene of someone marveling at her hands there's always a scene of you know her not really understanding the person and honestly that lessens as it goes on and i'll get to that in a bit but, you know, it's it's just very, very formulaic. Her fucking up writing, and then after a little bit, she she interacts with the person. She learns their backstory, and then she finally can, can write perfectly for them. It's just boom, 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 boom. And as time goes on, they do throw a couple of wrenches into there, and it's less formulaic, but it's still very similar. And, you know, 
it's it's okay though because the, it still tells good stories at the end of the day well i think after the after the um the the episode with the comet and uh leon that man uh where yeah. they were doing the books i think after that they really stop with the like oh she can't write or whatever she's having trouble with it or anything she's definitely yeah. like nailing it pretty consistently yeah. i think and then they they talk about something else in the time that they would have spent with that um uh but lv's complaint was that uh not enough of the world is being shown and i think like the thing with that uh with both of those complaints is like it's very much i do agree that i think the series is spends a lot of time at the beginning being too formulaic for sure um and then I think yeah. the se- I think they could have spent more time on Violet in the beginning too. But I think that the second part, uh, specifically like episode, I think it's like eight, nine, and ten, uh, or maybe seven and eight. I don't remember. Either way, all the ones that focus on Violet specifically are really good. Um, I think it, it, it's 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 strange because I don't even know if I'd count those as focusing on Violet per se. Like my my take is that I think the best episodes of that show are the episodes where it's more other characters bouncing off of Violet instead of Bi- Violet being the main focus. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you talk about the episode with the little girl and the mom, you talk about the episode with, um, I'm trying to think. the princess I mean, or what are you? Yeah. With the princess. Yeah. That's also a good one too, where it's episodes about other people, but they are interacting with Violet and their lives are being impacted by her yeah like that is i i i think to bring up like your issue with how you feel like it's just where not that she's kind of like some bastion saver savior savior i think like i think that's like what your issue is you feel like she's just like some weird perfect so yeah i think that i think the episode with the um the writer and then he's having like these hard trauma like you know the loss of coping over the loss of his daughter and he's projecting his daughter over her i think that's like an example of like your problem right that that was one of my least favorite episodes because like in theory it was fine but then it was just like she's got the same hair color yeah i got weird fucking like (laughs) like she's she's blonde right yeah she's she's like randomly standing outside like like why the fuck is she like going outside (laughs) with the parasol and standing there with it like what what like why would she do that so that was gonna say that's the part that i like about the series is that all of them take this time to like actually focus on like not like very subtly i guess like gradually add to her development and like Mm -hmm. so for example like the reason i think like she's standing out with the parasol is like she has never considered a parasol right like that's the type of person that she is and like how her life has been like she's like what what is this this is crazy but she's so like you know stiff about everything because she doesn't like know how to express herself that like i th- i think i guess that's I, I that's what i thought anyways but i i think like <sighs> my favorite episode just, is I... the one where she just snaps i guess like <laughs> Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I was just, I was just sitting there and like that whole episode, I just it felt really like manic pixie. No, for sure. No, exactly. Like, That's the part that I was gonna say is like I don't I agree with you about that episode specifically because like the actual main plot of that episode is very like this is the most like if you asked someone oh what's Violet Evergarden like you're like oh I guess here's the distillation right like just that episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Not if you wanted to and, show someone something good or anything, just like, yeah, this is the formula, right? Yeah, and and another thing, too, I, I will say just as a note, um, I watched the dub on Netflix. I... Um, 
and I thought it was okay. I, you know, I, I didn't really compare it. I just had the dub on because it was just easier for me. I thought it was well performed and all that. I, I don't think, I don't really have too much of a problem with it. The one episode where, like, it was very apparent that there were, like, script changes was the writer episode because there's there's a point near the beginning and like I talked about it in our in our server where like the, like right when she shows up to work with the writer he's like an alcoholic he's like struggling to work with her and um like LV was saying like oh he, you know she just she's she's matronly in this aspect she wants to take care of him she sees that he's struggling but in the dub she's like like, I don't remember the exact phrase, but she's just like, why is he so difficult? Like, she's, like, pissed at him. And, you know, like, that's a normal reaction, but not for Violet. Yeah. You know, like, Vi- Violet is so, like, straight and narrow, extremely caring, but also, like, kind of emotionless. And, like, like the way that LV described it made more sense, but in the English dub, they made her, like... A tin's exasperated, and I was just like, "What? That's that's not Violet. That's that's not how she would act, you know." And it didn't really match up to how she was like acting in like her motions as well. Because immediately afterwards, she started taking care of him. You know, she started cooking for him and all that shit. And it was just like, you know, again, it was like I I also wasn't really a fan of it because it was manic pixie dream girl shit, but it at least fit the character a little bit better. And that was less frustrating. It was just like that one scene where I was just like, "What? That's that's not right." But otherwise, I thought the dub was fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I would say is I, I that like I think that is one of the weaker episodes for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think like it does the thing that I appreciate about most of the episodes of that anime, which is that it just adds to Violet's development and like growth yeah. to a degree. Like like her carrying around like the. Uh, the parasol for example is her actually you know having sentimentality about things like actually like mm-hmm. you know starting to do things that like other people do that she wouldn't have before yeah. um so you you also complained about them keep mentioning that she doesn't eat but let me tell you that is real shit okay <laughs> that is everyone always has Look, to ask you why aren't you eating what's wrong i i guess i get that but in the context of a story it becomes a bit much uh, in like a, the context of a an anime where you are presented the story you can remember something like that the audience can remember mm-hmm. something like that um but i guess to continue just talking about my opinion, yeah go ahead for uh, it uh I, I i guess i liked it i didn't like love it i thought it was good but i wasn't like oh my god you know i, I had a good time with it i thought the highs were really high and then but like everything that wasn't the highs i was just like eh you know that's fine um i did kind of feel like that show ended twice <laughs> yeah and it was just kind of weird and i but i feel like everything after the first ending was probably the strongest stuff really yeah yeah like pretty much from a, i think a, like like once violet i think it was like basically when she snaps like when like you said where she like really takes into her own like the whole episode where she's like realizing what her boss meant when he said that she was burning like that whole bit where she's like really reckoning with the fact that she took people's lives 
and she's questioning if she's like allowed to move on from that, if she's allowed to be happy, if she's allowed to bring happiness to other people. That was really powerful. And then I thought that the stories after that were also really strong because that was like when she was with the dying mother and that yeah. was you know when she's like going back into the war zone and you know caring for the dying soldier like i liked all of those episodes a lot more um like i i also kind of liked the princess episode and lv mentioned the underage ship that you know like that was still <laughs> you know an interesting episode um but then like i felt like there was just a lot of like kind of kind of uh swirling the drain at times we're just like all right yeah i get it i know i know for a couple of episodes where i was just like okay we're, we're good here but i i think it's it's a, like a solid three out of five leaning towards a four like i thought it was good didn't knock my socks off i enjoyed watching like i i'm fine i was fine watching it it was it was good it was good okay well so i i feel so i agree with the mother episode's very strong uh mm-hmm. i like it a lot uh i think that's probably the best episode of the series maybe uh yeah probably it's it's yeah. just exceptionally well done and everything yeah. like i i, I want to say the soundtrack for this is very good very affecting uh mm-hmm. they use it just the right times i feel like i don't think there was a single time where i was like oh this music like in some anime <laughs> like some disruptive pop. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it, it felt very, like, subdued. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of, like, diegetic, di- right? Mm-hmm. In, almost, in almost in a way. It's like, oh, this is, like, perfect for the setting, but in a way that doesn't oversaturate, yeah. oversaturate the conversation. But it does add to it in a way that you're not being attentive to it, you know? That's the yeah. point of a good soundtrack. Um but I, I actually, all of the last two episodes, I think, are the weakest to me, actually. Mm-hmm. I really did not like oh, them yeah. on this rewatch. Because... Um, yeah, now that you brought that up, I do agree. I, I think. think I think that the Major's brother is the weakest character in the entire series. Uh, I think that he is just, like... Like, especially in a series that's supposed to show you, like, the empathetic side of everyone. Like, Uh even when they try to, quote-unquote, show the empathetic side of that man, he still comes off as, like, this man should be dead, probably. Like, really. Like, this man is a war criminal. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this man, like, literally, like, stole a child and was like, yes, war. And nobody even, like, talks to him about that. He's... Yeah, like, I don't think they've done a good job of showing his, like, kind of, pers- his side of, like, why he's, like, because whenever he shows up, he's just upset he's, and he's violent. He's just pissed you know, he's off. Like, he, he, yeah, I, I, I understand, like, I, so what I understand, what I can understand is, is, you know, he's upset and blames her in a way indirectly for the death of his brother, but then it's kind of like... Dude, he's she's like a she she was trafficked. Yeah. Like, why are you why are you You literally put her like, into understand. the situation like Yeah, you know. is this not your fault to begin with? Like I don't quite understand like why Yeah, you know, right, right. There's there, there's very little wiggle room to to kind of rationalize why he keeps acting that way to her. Like I felt like it would be more I felt like it would be it would make more sense realistically if he was maybe just more passive about I don't know. Yeah, I feel no, like absolutely. Was, that's uh, my issue yeah, with right. it. Is right. he's like vindictive. I, 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 and that doesn't seem like vindictive. that type of character would yeah. be like Right, right. Yeah. 
I mean, not passive, of course not. Like, he, of course, has, like, his own... Like, his his way of dealing with trauma seems to be, like, aggressive, right? Yeah. He's kind of, like, the one angry character that needs to... Like, we need to have... We, we need we need to have someone expressing anger, which is not... You know, which is him. Um, and that's understandable. But, like, I think it's not justified in a way from, like, every time we see bits of his past, he's not... We don't see the sympathetic side to him where, like, he was cornered into... Yeah, no. ...the situation that landed him in... He's, like, even worse in the flashbacks, like... Actually, yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then we're like, oh, here's our old mother who's, like, dying. You know, like, okay, that does nothing. That does nothing. What does she have to do with anything? You know, like, that brief flash of their mother. Yeah. Like, okay, all right, okay. Yeah, no, but I, I really like that whole, and like like I said, the main reason is I think he is the worst character. I think he really adds nothing. Uh, I feel like they could have removed him from the entire story, and it probably would have been fine. Like, mm-hmm. John, you were right that it ends twice, basically. I think like, if it had ended after the first one, I would... Well, if it ended after the first one, we wouldn't have gotten the mom episode, which is really yeah. good. And maybe if it ended after the mom episode or something, I don't know. Like, Yeah, I, I, I totally think that they could have just like plucked the mom episode moved it out in front and then just ended it there yeah like like, the fact that they had to like pretty much it felt like they had to come up with a reason to continue they're like for for like the entire show it's just like well here's this country like moving on from a war and then for like the last four episodes they're like but all of a sudden there's these insurgents that want the war to continue. It's like, huh? Like, since yeah. when? Like, I, I mean, obviously, you know, like, people ev- people even in a, during wartime, not everything is constantly going to be exploding yeah. or whatever. But it just feels like nobody gives a shit. Nobody's talking about the war like it's still happening. Even though it's like a town and a half away still, basically. It's just, it, it doesn't feel real it feels really shoved in all of a sudden that the war that people still want the war to continue yeah that was um so so my main flaw that i've also expressed i think initially already um not flaw my main complaint with this series is the world building i felt like and i felt like it was unfortunately the weakest part despite the fact that this is super important to violet's character and it's like this whole thing about the war, right? And I felt like the war itself is super undeveloped and it's very surface to everything else going on. Like, you know, like what you said, John, it's like, this is a very big thing that happened kind of recently, yet there doesn't seem to be any clear impact or like political or like any sort of worldly thing going on, suggesting like about the real and consequences of it or like what are the effects of it, et cetera. Like it doesn't have to be explicit up front since again, we're focusing on a violet, but mm-hmm. right with all that like sudden like insurgency in the last few episodes, just kind of came out of nowhere and felt like they needed some sort of dramatic ending to cap off the series. And like, Oh, we need to show Violet like doing her like cool physical yeah. thing. Like at least at some point, cause she did mm-hmm. that. Cause she's busy writing letters instead. I don't know. It, it yeah, it, it feels very capped on. And unfortunately too, like I think that also makes her like background as a child soldier and de- underdeveloped. Like it, it, it just makes me ask more questions about like, okay, so why is she the only one? Like, are there other children who, like her who were unfortunately forced into this situation? How come there's like, why is this, why is no one talking about this? Like, yeah, why, why is no isn't there like this whole like like none of the people who work at the office who have like discovered over time that like she was yeah. a child soldier? Basically, no one's like, oh damn, that's fucked up. Like they're just like, wow, right. that was her life, and that's it. Like no one's yeah. like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> like. 
our boss. They treated it like she was just. She, they treated it like she was just in the army, like of these other people would be, instead of being a fucking child soldier that was kidnapped and brought into there just because I guess she's good at killing people. Right. Like, is this is this normal? Is this not normal? It's not consistent as to like. What? Yeah, and they keep saying she's a tool. So like, um, the word tool, at least, and and the. The subtitles I was watching, like they keep saying the word tool, quote unquote, they yeah. keep referring to her as a tool, the brother specifically. Um, so this is implying there is like actually a bigger thing with this that's not really talked about. And like, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, show don't tell, you know, you don't have to tell the audience everything, but I feel like the problem with this is that they're sane enough where I think they do need to explain and develop those things more because now it's just like, okay, you kind of like raise this very specific thing up but now you're not really going to give me answers for it, right? And you're just going to kind of leave it at that. Um, and, yeah, like, she's... Whenever they show, like, shots of, like, the war or glimpses of the war or, like, any ongoing things still going on, all the soldiers have been male, too, which is also, like, raising other unsettling questions to where she's, like, she, you know, she's a woman, and then, like, she was, as, as a little girl, like, she was trafficked into child soldier stuff. Like, that's that's, like, a big deal. Like, I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't know. Like, I'm not getting answers as to, like, why why those things are the way they are. Yeah, unfortunately, that seems to be integral to, like, her background coming out of that. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. those are, like, the weaker parts to it, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I agree. It's kind of like, I agree. Like, like those last episodes, I felt like we're trying to not only cap off in a dramatic way. They were trying to, like, oh, yeah, by the way, there was this thing that happened. But then it doesn't really answer those questions I think I still have about, mm-hmm. like, how how the world war is and like how did it sh- really shape the world? I don't think we got enough of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that because I think that like so like I really like the episode where it, like they spend a lot of time in a flashback basically for the most part. I think that's oh eight, yeah yeah seven seven or eight yeah where they were exploring her relationship when she got the brooch them. and everything. Yeah. I, I yeah, thought that yeah. was good, and I was just like, I was kind of like, yeah. I feel like the series would be a lot stronger. I know they're based off of books, so it's not like this is Keo Annie's, you know, not that they haven't done something like this before, but I, I feel like it would have been much stronger if they had instead spent several episodes with flashbacks, basically, instead of mm-hmm. what we got for the ending. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I really think, like, the last episode has, like, a lot of insane bullshit in it. Like, (laughs) she deflects a grenade with her hand. Uh, (laughs) The most insane thing to me is when Benedict runs down along the Uh side of a bridge and is able to, like, scamper all along the side of it. This is a man who regularly breaks his ankle from his heels, okay? And I'm supposed to believe he can, like... his, what's his fault for wearing heels as a as a male person? Why is he wearing uh, those stilettos as a male person, Benedict? So uh, he can do cool kicks. His pain. But like he, he always breaks his ankle is what they keep saying, which is like, like I I I, ha- I couldn't because he's wearing those. I heels. couldn't have my disbelief though when he's wearing those heels at the end and he's scampering around a bridge throwing a bomb off it and stuff. I was like, this is ridiculous. I. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like. I even though I say that, like the parts of the last episode where like she's writing the letter at the end or whatever and everything, and she's like even just the little bits of writing for those individual strangers about the war or whatever. I thought that was good. Um, I really think. Yeah, the basically the last shot where that a lot of people talk about where like she's like answering the door. Yeah. To another client, and we don't see who the client is, and she's smiling, which is like 
kind of like a very powerful thing. Yeah. To, like we don't know who that is, and like, but it's also like we see her face, and that's like kind of reassurance where she's kind of you know quote unquote better, or at least has like kind of gr- had had growth in some yeah. way. And that's like I think that's like the best part of the episode. Really, it's that last mm-hmm. shot because it's very meaningful and like the little things it does. I think. Oh yeah. Not the train thing. I don't. No, I thought it was I don't ridiculous. even remember what happened. I can't tell you what happened to that. I don't. I don't even know what the problem was. I'm still confused. Like, why is like uh, Cat- why, why is Catalea like Catalea? I don't know how to. Catalea. Catalea. Catalea I think. Uh, Catalea. Yeah. Like again, I was watching it in you know the Japanese tracks. So I'm not sure how you're supposed to properly pronounce it in English. Um, like, why is she? Why was she chosen to be like the ambassador? Like to I- a bit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, should you, do they not have politicians where they do this? Why are you choosing the <laughs> the doll company? To very odd. I don't know. This is like <laughs> for for national relations. Uh, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a mess. I, <laughs> it's a mess. I think like uh, to to follow up on something you said before about the world building. I think I I am I do wish there was more world building as well because mm-hmm. this the aesthetic of everything and the way that they talk about things very much reminds me now that I've played it. Well, on this rewatch uh, of the Trails in the Sky games. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. very, very yeah. similar, that pseudo industrialization right, and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, Again, not it's not really steampunk. But no. Yeah. I don't know what that word is. It's like something before that point. Yeah. <laughs> R- like rural fantasy modern, or something. Modernity. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Steampunk but not shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Like just like that, that that focus on like you know like a politics style world or whatever where mm-hmm. there's not much of a focus on anything else and stuff like that yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah overall I I still really liked it on my rewatch I really liked the stronger parts a lot more um, I I think yeah I think her whole breakdown stuff is still my favorite part hands down I think that that whole thing is really good like. Her, like, bringing her hands up to her neck and everything, like, that's really, like... Yeah, that was very, that was very strong. It's, yeah, it's very, like, yeah, it's very, like, Uh real imagery and stuff like that. I think it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's really good. I think that when they nail that stuff, they nail it really, really well, uh, in a way that most other studios probably couldn't, um... Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, the dumb parts are really dumb. I will say that when they do, it comes down to it. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about? I want to see the, the fucking movies now. I think I think the first movie yeah. is going to be like yeah. she goes to a school or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second movie, the fucking man comes back. Sure, sure. The man. The man. The, uh, the man. Yeah, the major. But you fucking died. No. Well, they didn't say... Well, okay, they didn't say that. And I, they wow. intentionally left it ambiguous, right? That's um, messed up. Yeah, I think... I think <laughs> it's, it is kind of messed up. I think up. it's like, messed up that they all were like, oh, well, clearly he's dead. Like, because his body wasn't there. I mean, they would found the right. body, so I don't know. I think... Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, traditionally in storytelling, if there's, like, no visual of like a dead person yeah. that implies there there implies there is writing room or yeah. like there is wiggle room in the future for the fact that this character can go back to life because he did not the viewer did not see the body so. i don't know how i feel the about that personally this- like from yeah, the storytelling yeah, point because kind of, i think like it is a conflicting thing because this is a character's uh journey about like kind of like yeah, dealing right, with the ramifications that. yeah 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 so, but I think I think I think there's room for that too. Where like honestly, like let's see how 
how does she react to it? Does she revert? And like, how does she know how to become independent? Like, yeah, you know, she does. You know, and learn how to not. You know, learn how to like. Oh yeah, that's kind of great. But then she should not like revert back to like. I think like I think like if they do it well, that can be another interesting like exploration of this character, mm. right? And like like exploring also this dilemma of like okay. Um, just in general, like learning how to be independent from someone you love mm-hmm. and knowing that you don't always have to depend on them, right? Um, that could also just easily be another good thing if they do it well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I hope they do. I guess they're, they're going to have enough time to take their time with it now, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, is there anything else we want to talk about with that or do you want to move on to the other stuff? I mean, we have two opinions. Oh, we'll read the opinions if, if, as long as we're done. If we're done. I'm done. Oh yeah, okay. no, yeah. Overall, I think it was a, a good series, but yeah, it has it has some flaws. It has some issues. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but perfect, what does? I, I I can say I loved it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. can say I loved it. I think. All right. Uh, we got opinions. One of them's from Trixie. Uh, she says, "Violet Evergarden is a masterclass in genuine emotion through melodrama, despite or because of how it goes about wrangling emotion out of its viewer." It makes for an emotionally intense yet satisfactory watch. Violet's a wonderful character who I never lose interest in once, and even if the rest of the cast couldn't hold a candle to her, they were all part of a larger narrative that ultimately works very well. Combined with fantastic music and animation, it's one hell of a show. Slap that on the back of the DVD. Oh uh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Trixie approved. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, then we got one from Gregory Zero as well. Love, love, loved Violet Evergarden the first time around, and this rewatch has made me love it even more. What episode is everyone's favorite? Mine is episode five, the one with the princess. Oh, it was five, not three. Okay. Yeah. I was. Uh, I just numbers. I I can't. <laughs> my, mine was definitely the the mom episode. That one was definitely the strongest and the one that made me like mm-hmm. tear up a little bit. The rest of them, like, I enjoyed, but that one was very much, like, the the real hardest episode. I think I liked Nine the most, like I keep saying. I think that that's the yeah. one, yeah, that one's just called Violet Evergarden. That's the name of the episode. It's pretty good. <laughs> that's very ending. That's kind of weird now that you're saying, like, yeah. you said it, John. Like, it's true, though. Like, what the H? <laughs> oh, so one, one thing real quick. I'm, I'm sorry for button in LV, but her name violet evergarden you see the evergarden lady like twice in the entire show oh yeah and we never see her again yeah she takes this woman's name and like it has nothing to do with like anything at all like (laughs) i i almost wish that like her it was like she took her boss's name or even like ended up taking the major's name at the end of the show or something yeah yeah, claudia's claudia's a great character yeah yeah like uh, the one who takes her in yeah there could have been something but it's just like there's it is a little odd it's super weird like she fucking like runs away from staying there and like doesn't interact with her at all like there's like the one scene where she like freaks out at the mansion and then she like runs into her like near a boat for like a minute and like that's it (laughs) it's like yeah by the way i'm still using your last name legally like what (laughs) It is weird. I felt like that was a missed opportunity to also explore that relationship, basically. 
You know, like, how does this... And it was clear up front, too, like, when she saw her arms and, like, when she couldn't hold the cup properly. Like, it was clear this woman must be a kind woman, too, and very sympathetic to, like, what's going on her. Like, I would have been interested more. In, I would I would have loved to, like, know more about that woman, but alas, we didn't. Hey. Yeah, I mean, maybe in, like... <laughs> she just jumps straight to, like, I'm gonna write letters yeah, maybe, and live maybe, there. Maybe in the book she's more important, because I just, I just feel like taking her last name and, like, keeping it for all that time makes... And it's ze- the title of the series. Yeah, it makes zero sense at all. Like, if the show was just called Violet, and then at the end of it she took someone else's last name, and she was like, I'm Violet, whatever the fuck, like, there you go. But it's just like it makes no sense that she stays in Evergarden the entire time. Like it's just <laughs> like I mean, I guess it fits her because her first name's a flower. You know, it's like ah, yeah. the Evergarden of Violet. Ooh. But like yeah. otherwise it's just like who the fuck is this lady? <laughs> but please I'll be good. Yeah, it's kind uh, of funny. Yeah, what is your favorite episode? Um, no, again, I'm still kind of torn between that. Yeah, the princess episode and the mother episode. I would probably say the princess episode mostly just because of how it pans out. And, you know, if we were to talk about, like... And I think also I want to talk about the direction of it. Because, again, they are handling kind of, like, a, a, a problematic topic, a taboo topic about, like... This is, like, you know, talking about arranged marriage um, between a young girl and a, a grown-ass man, right? Mm-hmm. And how does... We, we don't, you know, like, again, they're, like, testifying this relationship is mutual and consensual, right? But, again, still, it's, like... You know, there's like a lot of alarms here, right? And like, um, which again, I think goes back to the problem of world building because we have this relationship that's normalized and like arranged marriages like that are normal, yet we have like other parts not mm. that far off from this location where women are liberated and working. Yeah, I don't know, it's it's a little weird. But anyway, back to this, like I, I felt like they treated that tastefully in a way, or like you know, they're not saying anything, anything about it, but they're just presenting it as is. And again, I felt like in the end, anyway, that was not the focal part of the relationship. I think really in the end, it was about her and her caretaker and this girl learning how to grow up and be independent, mm-hmm. um, you know, and trying to mature a little. Um, so you know, I felt like you know, I felt like it was just like kind of like a interesting, like unconventional coming of age, like story i think i think that's why i liked it um so yeah yeah like oh okay well that's all we got for the opinions um all right for violet evergarden good good opinions i agree with them you know something i didn't actually mention is the animation for this is really good i was just thinking about this it's like really well, yeah, really, yeah really i good. mean i feel like that needs i feel like that goes on yeah smoking. i it's don't think you really needed to say that everyone's like yeah holy <laughs> like, shit like just whenever her arms move like just consider that detail yeah. that is insane that is insane like and because like i uh, like not even from like the perspective of like oh like just but the coloring too like it, sh- it glistens whenever it moves they really are paying attention to the fact this is metallic a metallic surface and we're yeah we're gonna make that clear that <laughs> that this is gonna glisten whenever there's light on it so insane <laughs> phenomenal all right uh then let's go to the main show now we can do that. Ooh. Sure. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll start real quick by saying that I need to tell you about the Richard Jeweler show, okay? Where, oh. okay, <gasps> okay, okay, all right, all right. So, oh I haven't talked about it in a while, but let me tell you. No, you haven't. The, something something interesting oh, happened, so much actually? has happened okay so first of all let me oh tell you gosh. the homoerotic subtext is off the wall so in like so it is it is real it is real it's oh not, i don't no i'm going to tell side. you i'm going to tell you we'll get to that um 
Okay, so, like, over the course of the episodes, Richard keeps buying this man things. He keeps saying things like, be careful of what you say, people might get the wrong idea. Don't play with my heart like this. Stuff like that, like, keeps going. They just talk like this all the time. He's sacrificing time with his, like, there was this whole arc where he's, like, needs to tell uh, that girl that he liked or whatever. You remember this girl? Yeah. yeah. Her, that yeah, girl's getting that. into an yeah. arranged marriage. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know why. She's a normal girl. They even say this. And then she's like, <laughs> well, I want to get married because I'm 21. If I'm not married now, I'll never be married. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. Like, oh what? <laughs> um, oh no. But, like, there was this whole weird subplot where that was happening. The whole time, they're just fucking hitting on each other. Like, Richard is, like, driving him around. He's, like, mm-hmm. like this man is, like crying in the rain and richard pulls up and goes let's go out to dinner and it's like whoa like wow. holy shit then it's re- that's a date listen yeah. so they keep doing all that stuff he keeps saying shit like richard is the most handsome man in the world didn't you know i'm like wow anyways it's revealed <laughs> that richard had a dark past as a f- counterfeiter uh in bangladesh uh-huh. <laughs> all right and he All right. he was counterfeiting. He pretends at one point he he talks in a very bad English voice and says that he's I forget what his name was, but he does that, and that's when they reveal like oh that's why that was his real name or whatever. Um, but yeah, he counterfeited things, and then this man took him under his wing basically. And then one day, like after the, that, all that's like revealed, like Richard disappears all of a sudden, and he's gone, and he's like the main man is like, oh what gosh. am I gonna do? And then the, the the mentor who's in the shop tells him, like, after he told him all this, he's like, go find him. He's in the United Kingdom. So this man <laughs> drops everything, flies to the UK. He's on his connecting flight. And a man who looks exactly like Richard comes up and goes, whoa, I just upgraded you to first class, my friend. And he goes, oh, why? Who are you? And he goes, I'm Henry. And I go, huh? And he goes, I'm Richard's brother. And I go, huh? what the fuck? <laughs> Secret brother! And Secret brother, true! Richard's ah. brother reveals that Richard is the heir to a, a great estate in the United Kingdom, a duke's estate. Uh, and he is trying, his brother is trying to get the diamond that is being bequeathed as an inheritance, but he can't get it. It's Richard is entitled to it, but Richard has to be married. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Richard has to be married. Keep this in mind. Okay. So then he formulates, Uh there's nothing Uh in this weird, there's this weird contract. Okay. Uh huh. Um, and it says like, there's nothing in the contract that says he has to be married to a woman. Oh, uh-huh. Ooh. So he goes along <laughs> with it. He finds Richard after doing this, like, scavenger hunt. And then he's like, okay. Christ. Like, Richard... Wait, so Henry told him nothing where he can find Richard? No, no, he Henry didn't, because Henry didn't even know. At one point, Henry... Tr- okay, but then he, so, he randomly found the guy in the airport, yeah. though. By chance. By yes, and chance. then rode with him in first well, class okay. next to him or whatever. To, right. to the United Kingdom. Okay. Where he tries to, like, get him on the side and says, I want the diamond. Richard doesn't want the diamond. Come on, help me out. And he's like, no. So he storms off away from Henry or whatever. <laughs> and then he finds Richard. And they're hanging out. And then they go to his hotel room. And uh, Richard starts to explain 
what's what the whole lore is and the basically the lore is that the stipulation in the in the uh the will was that whoever's mother was born closer to the united kingdom was allowed to get the diamond that was who would get it as inheritance because that's normal okay um yeah totally normal uh will terms yeah uh and uh richard's mother was from france so it was fine she was a famous french actress and it was fine so he 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 was the one who could get it but there was a stipulation that he could not be married to uh someone from any slavic nation or something else i forget yeah don't ask me so so richard was dating a uh, so at first so Sagey responds to this when when Richard's explaining this to go, wow. So were you your boyfriend at the time was just like whatever, and he and and Richard goes, I have never had a male lover. I'm not gay. Why would you think that? And I'm just sitting here like <laughs> looking to the side like, uh, okay. Uh, uh, and he says he so he was dating a woman from Turkey. So that way they weren't allowed. He wasn't allowed to get the diamond, but there was nothing in the rules that he couldn't be married to an Asian man, is what they say. (laughs) So specifically, specifically an Asian man. So they do that. They go in, (laughs) and then, and then the the main man destroy. They hand him the diamond, and he just tries to destroy it. He throws it. He throws it against the desk. And they go, oh, my God, how could you do this? He's getting carried away by the guards. And then Richard picks up the diamond uh-huh. and he goes, it didn't break. That means it's not a diamond. Uh-huh. What? It's what? a white sapphire. Because if you throw a diamond like that, it'll get, it'll shatter a little bit. It'll get, like, a mark on it. But it didn't get any mark because it was a white sapphire. The whole time it was a ruse. There are twists left and right every sentence you're saying. Okay, so the next, the next bit, this is the important bit, which really, I'm glad that they said no homo before all this, because then, uh, just, okay, do you remember the ring? Yes, the ring. Okay. Yeah, the, the grandma's ring. Uh, the, the, yeah. So, the stolen yeah, ring? So yeah, so Richard gives okay. him the diamond, the sapphire, sorry, yes. the white sapphire. He gives him, he says, he, <laughs> it's not yeah, diamond. he says, all well, this right. is yours now. And he says, maybe you can think of me when you have it. And he goes, well, I want to give you something to think of me too. Pulls out the ring in the little fucking ring box and everything. And it's like, <laughs> oh, here you go. And Richard says, no lie. This means we'll always be a part of each other's lives now. No matter how old we get, it will always be you and me forever linked by these gems. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I was, like, blown away. I was, like, I think the thing that really blew me away was the no homo before. Like, in this show, to have the audacity. To have the audacity to say that man going, what do you, why would you think I'm gay? Like, fuck off. My God. Um yeah that's all that's happened basically i was really blown away by the sudden so that was not the last episode, no there's two though. episodes left like... so oh god so this is like we're reaching the weird dramatic i don't know what's okay. gonna happen dramatic next. Last three. uh i uh-huh. really really uh-huh. liked the whole twist of him just leaving and then they go to the united kingdom for no reason out of nowhere and then like them talking <laughs> about how like this racist grandfather's will where he hates people from Turkey. I was like, this is insane. I don't know what's happening. What does this have to do with the gems? I, uh. But uh, yeah, so that was happening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> talking about. Oh I was God. blown away. I dropped the series because it was like basically. Yeah, boring. now you and regret it. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Actually, no. I don't no. think it's great because this sounds painful. This sounds like it was yeah, funny it to watch. Slur. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It was enjoyable. Jesus Christ. The twist and turns. Wow. The twist and turns. Case Files. J- R- Richard Jeweler or whatever. <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for your oh, service. Of course. So yeah. I'm sure I'm I the only person watch who's it. watched this stunt. You're right. I mean, it, so I don't have to watch it and I'll just know what happened. Thank you. I listen, we got like, I, I, I think it was when Richard disappeared or whatever at the end. And then like, he was just like, what am I going to do? And it was like, it just showed mm-hmm. like Richard with sunglasses in the distance. And I was like, <gasps> and then like my roommate turned to me and go, oh no. And I said, is there another episode next? Cause we were getting caught up and they were like, no. And I was like, fuck. And, it was, and then she was just like, we're hooked now or <laughs> doomed. Like, oh no. So that woman out of the picture basically like they're like, oh ah, yeah she, she got, doesn't she ever parents. since that episode oh, she hasn't man. been around no uh she did wow. she canceled her Sad. engagement because he said that it was a stupid idea because she was 21 okay. years old and she was like yeah you're probably right also she was getting engaged to do you remember like the really like lame man with the with the uh uh no, I don't think you got to that episode. Never mind. There was another. There was this lame man from an earlier episode who was the one that she was marrying, or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> wow, the nowhere. drama. Okay. Wow. Well, at least she's not making a bad decision. It's now, true. But she's I'm glad now, she didn't make any but bad decisions because she didn't say that she would yeah. date the main man either, which would have been a bad move. Uh-huh. Yeah, that probably would have been bad. But uh, it just seems like now she's no longer relevant to the drama, so she probably won't show up again. Yeah. As far as we know. Oh, okay. one of the things that kept killing me is they all kept saying, and like obviously all of the voice actors don't speak any English. I am so they all just kept saying the Duchess pudding, like seventy times, and I was losing my mind <laughs> the way they would say it. Every Aww. like they would pronounce it very deliberately, oh and I was just like, oh, the Duchess pudding. Uh. <laughs> They reunited as brothers oh, no. because uh, the main character boy made them all the Duchess's pudding. <laughs> it was it's it was such a journey, and I really you know I I genuinely had a good time watching that. Uh, anyway, uh, how's Isaac and going, guys? How's that going? Oh, it's going really super. Good. Wow. It's it's going deeper. The latest episode really was a you also non sequitur off the rails. Like it just was it it kept cut it the editing was really weird. Mm-hmm. There were constant like weird non sequiturs by like Midori for no reason. Like she keeps trailing off and looks at something and it's commenting something about life. Mm-hmm. The pacing made no sense in this episode whatsoever, yet it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it veered off in the end anyway to explain why Midori and um, uh, Kanamori were friends to begin with and how that came to be. Or quote-unquote comrades, they they call themselves, not really friends. Mm -hmm. But it was an interesting episode talking about, like, you know, looking out for each other and how, like, you know, there needs to be a balance between relationships, which I think was also a bigger commentary on, like, how overall, like, the production process works, but also just in regards to talking about, like, it was an episode about society, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it was an episode talking about, like, humans and, like, how humans are not in general. It was interesting. Like, it was it was just a weird aside episode where they felt the need to, like, explain the relationship between those two and how they came to be together as they're moving forward with the animation process. And um, 
in the end, they're in the end they're hitting an obstacle where like unfortunately their soundtrack is not what they wanted to be. But now they're like cutting short on time, right? So that was you know. But like it felt like the bits where they were talking about animation were just kind of like th- th- that was not the main focus on this episode. This ma- the main focus of this episode was talking about like like yeah relationships with people and how do you how do you deal with that and how do you balance that with each other, which was interesting. Um, so. It was a Midori-focused episode, too, which I appreciated, because, you know, it kind of comes full circle, where she basically framed the first episode into the series, where it was focusing on everyone else, and now it's kind of coming back to her, and, like, how she is as a character and stuff, so it's nice to kind of come back to that. Mm-hmm. Also, the sound girl is great. She's just stalking them now, I it's guess. It's really like, good. Yeah, just, like, waiting. <laughs> recording whatever they do. Waiting for She's kind of like a fourth fourth person in the party sort of speak yeah mm-hmm. she's really good yeah it, um, it, it's, yeah it's still just a very fun show very well made um kind of hard to like point at specific things in the sense that like it's just it's just wow 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 constantly um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah just constant hits yeah but kanamori the kanamori like backstories continue to be great because she's just <laughs> tall all the time and it's very good she's just tall all the time she's yeah just, she's so fucking tall and then she gets sick for like a hot minute and then the oh other- yeah she got sick i forgot that that was pretty important to mention she gets sick and then she just wants milk yeah she just like, like chugs an entire carton of milk chug- while she's sick and they bring like three three more quarts of milk to her when they're visiting her. It's <laughs> like, oh my god, all she drinks is that's why she's tall. She sleeps and drinks milk. That's it. Yeah, she stores all that energy. It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> um, but no, it it was just it was really cute because it's just like they like even when she's sick, even when she's fucking conked out. Kanamori still has a plan. She still knows, like, hey, like they're all showing up, like, oh god, the school's gonna shut us down because we're taking outside money. And Kanamori's just like, don't worry, guys, they're not gonna do anything because we're on the news now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's gonna look bad now if they try to, yeah. It's yeah, very it's, good. It's, it's it was really very good. good. Yeah. Yeah, this the show um, is still incredible. It's still my, probably my favorite show that's on right now. It's it's super fun. I'm glad to hear it. Okay, Alvi, uh, uh, we fucking uh, inspector it has been for the last two episodes just this dang girl sitting in a car and then going into a virtual reality space to argue with four channers, talking with Anons yeah. to like stop this murder. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I. I. I I'm gonna say no. I still like this series, but I. I think the biggest problem is that they went too quickly to focus on this one thing, which. And I would appreciate it if they did probably other things before we got to this point, which now seems to be the main yeah. focus, right? On this one case with the steel beam lady. Um, <laughs> like, the snake episode was cute. It was like, oh, okay. Well, that one, it wasn't cute. It was, like, really gross and sad. But, it was like, interesting. I mean, to say, like, if, it was interesting. Like, oh, it would have been nice if we paced this out with different cases in between our, like, exploring other yokai issues, etc. But no, now we kind of, like, are settled in on this thing that's been kind of stretching out in ways we didn't need to. I feel like this could have been compressed, Martin. That's my problem. But I'm just, like, still compelled. Like, okay, I want to know what happens. And I guess because it's, like, um, I guess because it's, like, it's not, it's not presented in a bad way. I'm, I, I don't think I, I'm, I'm that bothered by it. I think that's why I'm kind of complacent about it. But yeah, uh, insane. She's like, I'm gonna talk on this, this Anon like Chan boards and be like, <laughs> like, like just, just, just talk shit. It, like, yeah, it's literally played up this idea of like, yeah, like, 
you know, oral tradition and in relation to our modern world and how we talk about stories and this idea of like memes really and things going viral online, like and how that strengthens the power of stories and like like characters coming about because of those stories. Like I, 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 I like those themes. Like I think it's really interesting, like that they're exploring that in a literal way. Um but yeah, like yeah. Overall, it's just like eh, it's like eh, like I, I wish you know. Let's let's move on, right? I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just going. They're just been in the car. Yeah, they've been in the car the past two episodes. They literally are just sitting in a car the past two episodes, watching this man just get eviscerated. Yeah, his it's brutal. This man is just <laughs> dying just like, over and over again. He's just dying over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Well, ah, uh, alas. I, yeah, it's fine. It's not. No, awful, it's though. not. That's, no, that's, that's, I, I, I do yeah. feel like I just it, wish it could have been more. Yeah. It could have been more. Yeah. That's the main problem. I, I feel like, I feel like my main problem is that it's happening too fast. Uh, oh, I feel like okay. this type of thing would be more uh, believe. I don't want to say believable because I know it's a show about yokai and shit. But like, you know oh. what I mean? Like, it's like there's only so far I can go with like believability when it's like, she's literally like arguing with them in real time, all of these people and mm-hmm. like changing their opinions yeah. this quickly. Like if this had been like a week long yeah. endeavor, I would have been like, all right. Okay. Like, all right. Yeah. And like, if they had kept like having yeah. to come back to it and like reformulate or something like that, like I would have been like, like it was like, Oh, this is night one. And then it didn't work. Or they go, this is night two. And it's yeah. like working a little better or something like that. Like, I feel like that would have been more, believable like i don't know that's what my issue with it like yeah yeah not that you brought that up specifically like i think you're bringing up a really good point where i feel like if that was go- if this thing was developing in the background and they were still other doing stuff other things, yeah like, again explain that would have been probably a much stronger series i think the series would have been much yeah. stronger that way instead instead they were focusing on like a couple things and then immediately they jumped into the steel beam lady case and then that's all they've ever been focusing on yeah. like what happened to everything else right like um so i don't and then that like i it would have been i wish they introduced that like earlier too i think like if they kind of framed the series initially talking about like oh yeah there's been these weird murders going on with like this dead idol like this dead idol like this ghost of a dead idol like you mm-hmm. know like stalking people and stuff like if they if they mentioned that in the beginning like okay but then they kind of just suddenly introduced it midway and then that's all they've been ever talking about you know i, I feel like the the framing was not good i mean not the framing what's the word well, actually, no, yeah, I think the framing, right? The framing was not good when it came to that, when it seems like it's a big deal, right? Um, and the cases have been building up about people encountering her and stuff, so. And then the cousin. The cousin seems to have, like, something crazy going on. I don't know what's... But they're not really saying yeah, what is going on with her. I don't, I don't know what's going on is with her. Is she psychic? Is she... I, yeah, I don't know. Like, is she... <laughs> not clear, not clear. I don't know. I'm just curious to see how this wraps up at all. Yeah, right? that's really what it is. Yeah, I'm interested to see because yeah. I, I honestly like you. You made a good point of like I, I do wish like though our our new idea of like them just doing cases over the course of the series while this is in the background is much better. I really like that idea. I wish that had had been that. That's our that's our fan. Yeah, that's our fan like, like, you know, Yeah. We were gonna. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> that we won't. Yeah, write. I I feel like even like maybe i don't know how many episodes there's like two episodes left right i think or something yeah i feel like yeah yeah they could have done like one more case and then just finished with these ones or something yeah. i don't know i just, right you know. right they could have squeezed in something because i'm really into like the i like these characters a lot i like 
Right. I always love a yokai conceit. I always will. Right. And this, the fact that they're not utilizing that much at all is just feels very, like, disappointing, honestly. Like, they're yeah. not even having, like, yokai comment on this situation, you know? Like, if they had, like, the little ghosts yeah, or something like, hanging they out. Yeah, like, disa- they kind of just disappeared when we entered yeah. the park. Yeah, exactly. When they were more present earlier. Like, the whole thing where she was talking to the sad construction worker ghost where he's like, oh, no, I killed yeah. that girl. And I was like, oh, no, like, what happened to those other... Yeah, like, like I would want to know, like, now we're just focusing on, like, the human relationships around this girl. We kind of, like, why did the supernatural, you know, stop at, like, a certain point, right? Um, yeah. I don't know, like, are, are they also banking on, oh, we're going to keep... This series is going to have a season two for sure. Are they banking on that? Or are they going to bank on like, oh yeah, there's going to be more. Which is like kind of not fair to the viewer also. Like, especially with how like, you know, pitching and networking goes. Like, you know, a series, for a series to be 12 episodes, like I feel like it's not wise of them to bank on the fact like, oh yeah, like, you know, there's more to come. You don't know that. And like, it's just kind of, it's kind of like misleading to the viewer too, who would want something that's in a complete, concise 12 episode package. Um, if they were planning on making more after this, which is like, uh, you know, it doesn't feel. Yeah, good. no, totally, I agree. Oh, at least the uh, opening and ending still kick ass. Uh, both oh of yeah, them. they do. I really yeah. like them a lot. Very, very, yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's see what else we? we were watching. Uh, yeah, you know, you wrote here on this list, Elvia, uh, that the Somali witches episodes were nothing episodes. It's true. At the moment, we thought that it was going somewhere, right? Like, we thought, like, it was going to, like, be resolved Sad. or something, and then they just jumped yeah. back to the Oni brothers. Yeah, they're not, where did, yeah, they just didn't show them traveling or leaving or saying goodbye to them. No? They didn't even acknowledge... It was like, what? These are, like... What? We, we, we have these visually interesting characters, and then they, they came for a book... They didn't really leave with the book, right? No, that was right. Yeah, that's they why they, they came there for some, inf- and then they kind of came out with information that was not what they were looking for. Not. I clear. mean, they were they were trying but, to find where humans were, and I guess they got their answer in the end. But like, they got. I mean, they got, they got some an story answer, about yeah. humans. <laughs> yeah, but it was like I feel like that was information everyone knows. Like, okay, yeah, they're bad. But okay, yeah, like, infor- okay. which again is well, not even that. Like the problem of like um the the. The fantasy racism. She said, well, she said that, that we, all the humans are at the ends of the earth. Which, what the fuck does that mean, dude? That, <laughs> that means nothing. Like what? <laughs> and they they encountered like the the harpy the harpy girl and the, her partner anyway to begin with prior. So they kind of already had like more concrete information about the fact that like yeah they're around. So I don't know. Um, but anyway, the latest episode was really good. It was another kind of semi-cooking crafting episode. Really good. Um, like, Somali basically made this pound cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it was basically like they, they had to stumble. They stumbled upon, like, a very um, a very rough housing city where, like, pe- you know, like, everyone's like, you know, it's not safe. It's not safe around there. It's like one of those cities where it's, like, it stigmatizes, like, yeah, like, pe- there's pickpocketers and thugs everywhere. It's not safe at all. And, like... Um, so they, so they found like a means of like, you know, like a good way to settle in here for the night or a few days before they move on with their journey is that, oh yeah, there's an inn where they can be the, uh, the guards where, you know, the golem can be like a guard. Um, uh, well actually no, they, they find the inn, right? They find the inn. Um, and they run into the Oni people again. I love them. They're good. They're both great. They're very cute. Um, and they, they strike a deal with one of the innkeepers saying like, oh, wow, we saw you guys beat up those thugs. Cause again, like they, they, they cross into, you know, Somali's running at some point 
and um, she bumps into the wrong people, and then, like, you know, of course, they do their thing where they beat them up, and an innkeeper sees them saying, oh, yeah, you can help us out by being, like, guards for our, like, business for, for a bit, and you can stay at our this special place for a bit, you know, accommodations. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, Somali's like, oh, now I don't have anything to do now that Golem's, like, has a day job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so then she and um, one of the Oni, you know, the Oni guy, like, they're cooking and learning things, and she draws this, like, cute, very cursed, very cursed, no picture of Golem. It's very good. Um, oh, my gosh, earlier on, yeah, she, like, gets a cavity... That was very stressful, I thought. Yeah. She gets a cavity, and it was very scary. Like, they, they run into, like, a dentist that's basically a mouse. So the mouse goes in the in, in, in their, your mouth and just deals with your teeth. Like, they go in your mouth, literally, because he's a mouse. It was, it was wild. But no, it turns out it was like, oh, she's losing her baby teeth. <laughs> it was just, like, very stressful. But anyway, um... And, um, yeah, they're just bonding, and then this, like, old axolotl sweet lady comes by and teaches <laughs> them how to knit, and it turns out, oh, no, she smelled her. And she's racist. She her. <laughs> and she's racist, uh-oh, and she snitches on them to some thugs, like, oh, there's a human girl here. It was fucked up. She seemed like a sweet old lady at first. I was like, oh, no, she's twisted. Yeah. <laughs> she's fucking racist. She's fucking racist. You know, what really fucked me Holy. up is that the little Oni kid, now that I've seen Hanako-kun, sounded exactly like Hanako-kun, who is voiced... Maybe it's, it's the same not. voice, it's voice not. actor? Because oh, Hanako-kun oh, is voiced by, um... Oh, God, what's her name? Sailor Uranus. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Who has been in everything ever since the beginning of yeah, time. Yeah, uh, yeah. They have been in everything. But, yeah. yeah. I, I, Megami Ota or something? I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's her. But it sounds exactly like her. Fucking sounds... That little child sounds exactly like it. It's yeah. fucked up. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was a good episode. It was, yeah. It was like, oh, okay. It was like a nice reprieve from like the last episodes, which I felt... Yeah, the witches episodes were like just kind of weak. Yeah. I also like like the Oni brothers. I think they're good. And I like yeah, they're, yeah, how the yeah, little one good. was saying to like the big golem, like, wow, you're just going to fucking die, loser? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah there was yeah there was a touching flashback there, there was yeah what was i think most important for it, there was a touching flashback here because um this series is ending too soon like i think i think it also has yeah. two more episodes left so it's like oh what's gonna happen um to cap it off if they're not gonna continue on right um they have a flashback episode where um the golem golem meets somali for the first time and somali was basically named after some ferret cat thing <laughs> you just saw it's like yes this creature that is naming her after this Hello. animal that, that is Somali, you know. Major was like violet, a beautiful flower. Uh, Golem was like, oh, this fucking like rodent thing <laughs> walking by. I'll name this child this. It was really good, and it, like it outright showed in the flashback that Golem didn't warm up to her at all. Yeah. Immediately, he was like, oh, I guess she's just stuck with me. And he he teaches, he gets fish for her and stuff, but he's still treating her in a very like obtuse robotic yeah. way, not very sensitive at all to her emotions. And it's an interesting contrast to the present time where Golem outright says and. You feel that emotion in the in the performance too. Um, admitting to Oni, like I feel like I'm fated to protect this girl now. Mm-hmm. I think my duties as this thing has. Yeah, you know, it was very touching. I was like, oh my gosh, this is very tear jerking. He's having a he having he's having a dad speech. Mm-hmm. Um, he's learning. He's he realized he's meant to be a father. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it was just it was just very touching. So you know, and then like it, it's going back to the whole. Um, a dilemma where he knows he's dying his he, his lifespan is running out like pieces of him are falling out um when he first meets somali his first piece is falling out basically 
Um, and she's like, oh, no, you're hurt. And then he's like, no, I'm fine, you know, like in a very harsh way. But then he it comes back to like the present where he realizes, no, this is really horrible. I need to protect this girl and I don't have time to live to protect her. And he says to the Oni, like, you know, the, the little one say, like, can I trust you guys, you know, with her if, you know, my time comes and stuff. It was just a very touching scene. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. Um, yeah, so fantasy racism, though, is, is back in foreplay. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> we're gonna deal with that next episode. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be like a crazy physical thing. I, I wonder what's gonna happen. Gonna happen. I really don't know what could happen yeah. in these next two episodes. Anything yeah. can happen because we had many false alarms. Honestly, we had mm. many false alarms. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had many false alarms throughout the series about like, oh, is this monster gonna hurt? It's like, oh no, they actually turned out to be nice. Um, oh, I just remembered about the wolf guy in the beginning who was kind of like a false alarm. And he turns out like, oh, you know, he knew he knew like Somali was a human, but he's, you know, he was just like, you know, minding his business and wasn't racist, right? And it was just like, oh yeah, whatever. So I'm curious, like, if that character will come back because he was kind of like significant. But we have had many <laughs> false alarms throughout the series where it's like, oh, you know, like they're bothered that like they might be bothered by humans, but they kind of don't care. Yeah, like m- most people don't care was what we got from like the cat episode, right? Where it was just like people being like, what even is a human? Like we don't fucking know. It's scary. Somali keeps like almost getting hurt and never yeah. does, and it's like, ah, it's stressful child watching. Yeah, um, but yeah, good series, good series. All right, cool. Uh, John. Yes. What's... Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Are, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so what's going on with you in Precure now? It's still fucking going. It's still fucking going. It's gonna continue. So this is the current series. I'm sorry, I never really. Yes, this is the current series. Okay. 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 And I got my notes out. I forgot to take notes for Pokemon, but I took notes for Precure. Um, cuz I I like things just started happening and like it just it, it was a lot. So I had to be sure to write everything down. Um so episode 6, uh the dog is upset because <gasps> um no- Nodoka's mom is going back to work. I guess no, because Nodoka's whole backstory is that she was really sick growing up. She's you know she's she's older now. She's in middle school. She's able to you know she's 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 less sick. She's able to be a little bit more independent. Um, and her mom is finally going back to work after you know taking t- all that time off to take care of her daughter. Um, and so the dog is now left alone at the house with all the fucking animals, all the little fucking like spray animals, and. The dog is just, the dog is spoiled as shit. Like, starts running to where the mom works. Well, she the mom's a truck driver, so the fucking dog's gonna. Whoa. Yeah, the dog is just like walking around town, is it because it escapes because the animals open the window to let the dog out. Just like, <laughs> great. Like, it, like these people need to like. Wow. Like, what are they doing with this fucking dog? <laughs> like like it's a fucking like little puppy it's gonna shit all over the house you know like they gotta they gotta they didn't waste the house with uh like those uh i don't know what those those pads, pads. they use yeah for like yeah puppy pads like, like, yeah, put, oh, no. put it in a fucking room put some puppy pads on the floor and get one of those like baby gates there you go you don't gotta worry about the fucking dog i don't care how fucking magical it is it's gonna shit it's gonna piss it's gonna rip something up <laughs> It's a dog. <laughs> and it gets out. It could have gotten hit by a car. Like, 
It, but those animals opened the window for the dog. Yeah, the animals opened the window. So if the, if the dog got hit by a car, A, like it's upsetting because the dog got hit by a car. B, it won't right. get sick, so they won't know where the fucking pathogens are. Just you know, don't trust animals with sentient animals. You know what that's you know what's gonna happen. Bad idea. It's a bad idea. <laughs> so the bad guy who so so this episode okay, so I don't remember the names of the three like villains that show up. There's a there's the the sexy lady. There's the buff dude, and then there's a twink. And so the twink <laughs> was on this episode. Um, okay. Yeah. So he shows up, and he's he he summons a germ and infects strawberries because the mom is at, at like a strawberry farm. Oh my gosh! And then no. the, the twink just straight up slaps the mom and knocks her out, like just <laughs> full on. Whoa! Just, like knocks her the fuck out. So, oh my so God. then the girls show up because the dog's sick. The dog gets sick, obviously. So they have to. Uh. So they show up and fight the strawberry. But then there's like a part where the twink like spreads a bunch of like poison on the floor, and Nodoka's Nodoka gets stuck in the poison, and he like walks up to her and just puts poison on the fucking like the animal, like on the fucking like magic scepter that she has and then puts some poison like on her face and it doesn't it doesn't seem like it does anything that bad to her like i i don't i don't i don't think the animal could like use any magic while the poison was on it but she just like had poison on her face for a second and that was fucked up but she couldn't move when the poison was on her feet and then she gets out of it, and then they fight, and they win. And then the spirit that they rescue, the strawberry spirit, gives her a new element. It was like the element of harvest, and give her a new. Oh, they give her a new huh. bottle, and that the little animals are like, "Oh my god, this is the craziest thing in the fucking world! The element bottles are so rare. Where the f- how the fuck did you get that? Like they're all flipping out, and um, they didn't really." They, I don't think they really, like, wrapped anything up there. They were just kind of like, well, all right, I guess the dog's just going to be a spoiled brat whenever there's nobody home. But that's just kind of it. Um, so then episode seven, there's this, like, nerd journalist boy who keeps following them around. And oh, no. he's like, oh, he no. thinks that the girls are behind the monsters. He's, he, he's like, oh, but they're, like, scared that he is going to figure out that they're Precure. So, it's, most of the episode is just, like, a bunch of scenes of them, like, trying to distract him or pretending that they're not really friends, so that way he doesn't put together that they're, like, in a team, you know? He just, like, see, like, like, they'll be like, oh, we're gonna, like, we're gonna go, like, you know, to to our classes together. No, we actually have to split up. Oh, like, it, like, that's most of the episode. There's a scene where Chiyu, the blue-haired girl, like, breaks a school record in like the high jump just to like distract him for a minute and then Hinata like corners him to try to talk to him about like writing about fashion for his newspaper and he just gets distracted and then later on he meets up with Noroka and he's just like I scare people away because I'm too serious about my journalism and you know whatever, and then the the buff villain stalking people. Yeah, the buff guy shows up, and then he summons a a rain monster. Like it rains, and then he it inf- he, the the germs infect the rain. And oh, okay. Yeah, 
And then probably the probably the best joke in that episode though is that is that Michio, who's the nerd, uh, he shows up and he's like, "Oh, can I can I have an interview?" And the like the buff dude's like, oh, "I can't believe that I'm thinking about giving an interview to a human, but I'll do it if it spreads the pathogen, like the pathogen's message." And then the and then Michio just runs past him and goes to try to interview the monster, and that was kind of funny. Um, wow. But then I just kept thinking. That, like, okay, so, obviously, I know why they do it. It's because they need to have the whole build-up, the transformation, and the whole sequence, and all that. But every time that they battle a monster... Again, this is this is some fucking, like, super nerdy, like, like when, when Itchy played the no on Scratchy's ribcage. It was, like, that kind of shit. But... Whenever they fight a monster, they do the fucking, like, they do the thing where they press the button and it scans the monster, and then they find where the spirit is, and then they, like, attack it to get the spirit out. They always fire just a gigantic beam that covers the entire monster. Why do they have to focus on, like, don't focus it on where the the element is. They just envelop the monster in a beam. They should just shoot the fucking beam and kill the monster. Like, what? Again, like, it's it's such just, like, I, I hope someone was fired for that blunder kind of shit, but, like, I'm just sitting there, like, like why don't, like, they could just animate it. Like, it's, it's not like they're reusing assets either, you know? Like, I'm watching these episodes, and it's not like they're just, they just have the same scene of them shooting the beam. Like, they have different angles and shit. Why don't they just draw the fucking beam hitting where the element thing is? Like, it, that's all they gotta do. I don't know. That's very picky, but that's basically it, it, episode seven was pretty boring. Nothing really crazy happened. It was just it was just introducing the 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 journalist boy, who I guess is going to be, who I guess is going to be a recurring character. Like constantly stalking them is that like like he didn't get like oh he any information well he yeah. he basically was just like I've decided that you three weren't behind the monster because I okay. saw the guy. All right. And then he was like, but I did figure out you three's secret. The secret is that you're all good friends, and you don't want people to know it. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> all right. I hate when people know that I'm good friends with everyone. <laughs> I mean, you know, but it's... Can't it, was, it It wasn't really... Like, ep- episode six, I was, like, laughing my ass off a couple of times, but episode seven was, like, like, like all the dumb shit with the dog. Like, pretty much any time the dog is there, I laugh. Like, the dog is so funny. And the dog is not really... <laughs> when I get sick! Seven. It was just this nerd boy. And, yeah, the, like, I, I guess he's gonna be a recurring character because they showed, like, the during the preview for episode eight, which is, I guess, about... Chiyu not able being able to do the high jump anymore. They showed the they showed they showed Michio like you know taking pictures and like covering her for the newspaper because like there because because you know he's he wants to you know cover the sporting events. So I don't know. It was I have no fucking idea. It's it, it's just whatever. I want the dog to... I, I just want dog-focused episodes. I want the dog to just be going through shit constantly. You are a sick fuck. I have been What coming. are you doing? This show has made me a sick fuck. It really has. <laughs> I just want this dog to just constantly be sick. Wow. <laughs> You're why we're in this mess. 
Yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. It's people like you. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna fucking say it. If the if the healing good precures really had the fucking power to stop the fucking the the pathogerms, what are they doing in this situation? Yeah. What the, Maybe they'll address yeah, come it. Come on. Maybe they'll What's address going it in on? the situation. Where say they invented you? the vaccine when it comes out. Yeah. Oh, that's harrowing. I don't want to think about that, actually. Um, (laughs) You know, the journalism bit you were talking about reminds me. LV, uh, Asteroid in Love, real quick. Uh, The journalism bit? Why was that little girl, was she, she was in like one episode before, right? Why didn't she like come in a window or something? Oh, yeah, I don't don't know. She just like showed up again. It was like, oh, this is great. You're breaking the law or whatever. When they were uh, illicitly yeah, oh. hiring people for their club, which didn't right. work, I apparently. She, I, don't, I don't know why she was coming through the window. Um, but anyway, Asteroid in Love. Yeah, yeah, the actual love. stuff of the thing. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, Asteroid in oh. Love. Um, so like Inspector, it has weird pacing problems, but for a very different reason. They're just jumping across seasons, like right and left, months have passed, year, aeons have passed. I know. Well... We're now we're now in the new school year. We're now in the new school year. So those two upperclassmen last time, we were like, oh yeah, we have to leave the, you know, we're 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 giving you the club membership that uh, the leadership now because we're gonna we're graduating. Woo! We're we're entering finals, and it's like, what? When did finals happen? Like, what? So anyway, um, wait, I'm trying to. I'm I'm even trying to scramble my my timeline to you with these episodes. So this the most recent episode. Um, they're they're entering the new school year. They're they're recruiting new members and stuff. But the episode before that, it was it was Christmas. It was Christmas. Yes, the episode before that, it was Christmas of the previous year. It was Christmas of the previous year. But the episode before that was the school festival in summer. Well, actually, no. Between those two, there there was a school festival, Valentine's Day. Christmas, and now we're in the New Year. Anyway, it doesn't make sense. They are jumping around seasons and holidays like no tomorrow for some reason. I feel like there's a lot of material in between that for some reason they're rushing to compress it in this 12, ep- like, I don't, I don't know, it was 14 or 12 episodes. And this um, one core format, I guess. I, I guess that's why they're skipping around so much. Because I, I don't know, I felt like it was really dramatic for like those two characters to be like, we, we, you know, we're, we're leaving now. And it was like only midway through the season, you know, I mean the series. So I don't know. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're skipping. I think there's more material in between that. We're not seeing that they skipped around just to compress what's most up to date with the manga. If it is still going or if it didn't end, you know, right. Just to make a complete holistic story. Unless they're, unless, unless it's, unless it's anime original. I know this is based on the manga, you know, this, that could also be the case, but anyway, um, we're entering the new year and, um, uh, the the main girl, the main orange hair girl, um, uh, oh yeah, the the blue haired girl that uh, she you know, her childhood friend, like they're they're devastated that she's moving away. Basically, she is moving away, so she might have to uh, she might have to go to another school, etc. Um, and they made a comp- the club got together and made a compromise, saying you know what if we suggest to her parents that she can live with one of us. So, you know, her parents have to move away for a job, but we, we, we have, we will, we'll make a contract basically with the parents about like, 
yeah, she can live on her own and stay with us, so she can still finish school here with us. Um, and it was, like, that was, like, a pretty good, like, this series has their parents involved, which I kind of appreciate. The parent characters are actually involved in this series, which we normally don't see. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, and I like, I actually like the parents that we've seen so far. They're normal, they're normal, they're not crazy, because sometimes in other series where the parents are involved, they're, like, off the rails and, <laughs> yeah, they're like, like, bad trips. They're out of control and just as like horny as their kids, which I it's it's this is not normal. We stop, right? They're, these are normal parents. Finally. Um You know, and literally they're going through this like whole thing they set up for like the girl's mom and like saying like no, you know, they're very hesitant about it. And like it was like, oh this is actually realistic. They're like putting their foot down about like saying, No, we don't trust this. Like she doesn't even know how to cook by herself, stuff like that. And it was pretty good. But eventually they come to the terms and then she they move in with each other and you know they're trying not to make it gay, but it's pretty gay um, because they're very like they're very like the like the one girl is very heartbroken about like oh no like what if she moves away stuff and they kind of have a whole spat too where they're finally coming to terms with like weird like barriers about communication when they're now moving in with each other and it was a very it was it was like very good it was like kind of like touching and realistic about holding but they're really trying to like walk around the fact that it's not gay but like the way they're feeling about each other is very passionate which I feel like is a little more than a friendship. Um, but what is blatantly gay that I think they're not walking around is the, the, the one reckless horny friend. Um, I forgot her name, but she, she's purple hair, the purple-haired, long-haired one. Um, she confessed to someone's sister in the Valentine's Day episode, and we don't see what happens to that confession. But now entering the new year in this episode, we see that she has a haircut. And I'm like, oh, she has the heartbreak haircut Thing. it's so sad whenever someone in storytelling has a dramatic haircut they usually are doing it in response to heartbreak or some sort of change and i feel like that's what happened here she got rejected i think um which she actually says up front um she was confessing to someone's older the the main character's older sister which is insane but yeah i don't know maybe her character will change and stuff now that that has happened she has short hair now it's kind of wild but to the real point of the whole thing, again, we're entering a new year. We have new characters. Woo! And what's really funny is that one of the new characters is, like, a character that was briefly introduced in the school festival episode. I don't know if you recall, Rose, where, like, there was this random girl who walks in, and she's, like... Yeah, no, and she's, and like, she's like, not upset. good enough or whatever. She's, yeah. like, ugh. It's, like, Tss. And then she comes in, and so they're recruiting these people into, the, into their club, you know, that girl being one of them. And she outright says to them, saying, I feel like you guys are not, you guys are earth, doing earth signs, basically, right? And she basically says, are you guys doing anything about, like, you know, you know, and she's basically, she's basically putting them down for not being serious. Um, and she basically talks about, like, you know, um, like, you guys are, are you guys not doing anything about climate change, basically? Um and she lays down how she was interested in meteorology because her family was affected by, like, some sort of trop- tropical storm or hurricane. And, you know, their life was ruined because of that. And she was very serious about the whole thing. It was wild. I was losing my mind. I was like, oh, my gosh. There was this, like, sudden, like, social awareness in this show that wasn't there before. Yeah. You'd it think, really like, there would have been insane. there, too, is the thing. Like, I, I think that this is something that we should see more of in shows that have characters like this. Is like, yeah. nobody fucking talks about climate change or anything like that. Yeah. Or, like, even natural disasters to an extent. 
extent in this type of thing. Yeah. They're just like, like when people are like, oh, wow, I'm interested in the weather. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's interesting. Or whatever, I like but the clouds. Never, like, yeah, I like the clouds. And <laughs> the clouds remind me of when I spent time with Emily. Not, wow, I want to try to predict when tsunamis happen so people's homes don't get destroyed. I was yeah, like, holy our lifestyles shit. Don't get yeah. yeah, that was basically this character. And. Oh, wow. It was like, it was like, it was kind of cool how it wraps up too, where they're, you know, they basically come together about like, yeah, we should work together and talk about these things, essentially, which was like, nice. Um, you know, and I know it basically came through with the fact that like, you know, they, they, they were outside and then it suddenly starts raining and they kind of like huddle themselves under a shrine and they start talking about this in a serious way. And she starts opening it up about being like, you know, I'm sorry I came off aggressively and, and kind of like judgmental, but she basically lays down about the story about her family, how like their lives are ruined by a, a natural disaster. And that's like why she's interested in the weather and stuff. So yeah, it was interesting. So there's, again, this is another series that's ending soon. So I'm, you know, I'm curious to see how they like, you know, the, like these these new characters now and how they're going to flesh them out. Um, it's so weird that they did yeah. that next generation thing, like to me. Like, right. it's really so near strange. Like, you'd think like, it would be the finale. They're dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't but yeah, it's still, it's still a sweet series overall. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just funny in a lot of parts and where I don't think they're trying to be funny, but then it's funny to me because uh, <laughs> it gets a little silly. Um, yeah, yeah, curious how. Basically, um, there was a twist at the end I didn't understand. I guess I'm a little confused also about the moving situation with the girl or like, oh, she's not. Sp- I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure that out. This is, I think this is the main problem. Like, I don't think I think I missed something. <laughs> what about it? What did that. you miss? What did you? Um, where they like they're at the train station and they're like, oh, you shouldn't be here. I don't know what. Oh, so she lost. She she didn't win the competition that they ended up oh, going oh, yeah, there to. You go. Okay. So she just there being you. there is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. That was always yeah. what it was. Okay. But it was very dramatic, and I was it like... It was very dramatic, yeah. It's like, why, the, why is it bad that she's there? Yeah, they <laughs> acted like there to sh- like she was sneaking it's off like or something. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. It was Bang. like she's, like, found her getting che- cheating on her or something was, like, the yeah. tone that they went with for that. Yeah, was, like, oh, shoot. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but, yeah, another... It's, it's ending soon too, so I wonder how that will end. I hope they see an asteroid at the end. That's been their biggest problem. I hope so problem. too. Yes, they haven't seen oh one, gosh. even though the title. They fucking they better. Seen... I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Be pissed. Yeah. I hope the asteroid has another asteroid and they're in love Ooh. too. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's what you got to do. Um. So let me to cover two things very quickly since this will be not not much substance to each of them, but let me take a sec. Okay. <laughs> so Bofuri, it's the MMO where the girl maxed out her defense, right? Oh, uh-huh. Okay. So I love this nightmare game that they have created for this shit because the game is no longer based on anything that actually happens in the game. The game has become for all of the other players who aren't that girl it's uh, just a game of being horrified and hoping she's not around. Like it is like a horror game at this point for everyone else who was involved. So, so there's no killing though still or no clear. No, like, there is. There's PVP. There's okay, no, okay. it's not like, it's not like an isekai though. It's not like a, okay. yeah, it's not like they, they die in the game. They die in real life. It's like mm-hmm. they keep doing like PVP tournaments or whatever in the game, basically right. and stuff like that. And every time she wins because she's a fucking sicko, who has like all of these bullshit OP things and the developers keep basically, they cut to the developers and display the developers as like little chibi dolls floating in space, which I kind of like, I think that's funny. 
but all the developers just keep being like what the fuck's wrong with you when you put that like mechanic into the game what's wrong with you you're stupid as if that's how game design works like one person just <laughs> makes a decision and then one else knows about it but like they're just like all like man we're really bad at designing a game guys i don't know <laughs> like this one girl is just absolutely sick she keeps getting like so she can turn into the alien from alien uh-huh. Uh, she can uh, oh. summon a mech suit. Right. She can okay. turn into an angel and make everyone around her invincible. Cool. Uh, she can just do all this stuff all the time, all and right. nobody else can because it was like a first, first come, first clear or whatever thing. And she can just do it, and like everyone else is just literally like every time there's an event, it just cuts to these other players who are all fancy or whatever, and they're just like, oh god, I hope she doesn't show up. Uh uh like they they're like trying to role play and stuff and be like all like edgy and cool but then like someone will be like oh no i think that maple girl showing up and they're like oh we're doomed we're dead this is the end for us it's like (laughs) like it's like a horror game now for them like everyone else terrified by her it's messed up um yeah that's my thought i want to play this game because i love the idea of playing an mmo where one person is just extremely fucked up and you have to deal with it like you better hope you can just play the MMO like normal, but God help you if this person's logged in that day. I really like that <laughs> yeah, conceptually. Kind of like it'd be really funny. It is like it's really ridiculous. Um my second thing was that twenty two seven, the idol anime with the wall. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the wall, wall spit brother. Out in, the wall continues. The the last episode before this current this week's one, uh the wall spit out an order that said disband. <gasps> So they disbanded what? their idol group and they destroyed all of the buildings that were associated with the wall. Um, Wait, what? They destroyed the buildings? Yeah, the wall's still there though, because it's underground. But they like, you know, they like destroyed. Like the building was demolished. No, they well, like it has like X's over the windows and everything. Oh, like, oh. It's oh. like yeah. They like cleared wow. it out. All of the idols went their separate ways. it's again there's three episodes left don't know where they're going with this uh the most recent episode was just all of them being like damn it's fucked up that we're not idols anymore one of them is like in like out of her mind and just like dancing in the street doing idol concerts for no one and then when people come up and go wow you're doing the idol song i love that song she runs away and i'm like oh my gosh is this girl okay uh, she started not. doing it in her room or she was doing it in her room until she went outside but she was doing it in her room and then her parents kept going like she's still singing we need to talk to her and they go honey do you want to go out to eat tonight and she's just like keep singing and dancing and then they're like honey oh, and then she starts crying and they're like oh no you can keep singing goodbye the they fuck? leave her it's fucked I don't know what the I don't know what's going on with the wall uh, mm-hmm. They still haven't explained anything about the wall. When the wall said disband, the man got the man who's in charge of everything, who like hired them all, got very serious and it was like, "This is no joke. This is important." And mm-hmm. like, get the fuck out of here, kick them all out. Uh, I don't know where they're going with this. I, I really don't. Again, I want to know like what fans who actually watch like consumed twenty two sevens like content before the anime think of all this. <laughs> Uh, because apparently it has nothing to do with that at all. Right, um, it's very different. And I don't know what this means. I don't know if this is them trying to like set up that they're gonna kill off the idols in real life or something. I don't. Oh my god! I don't know what's going on. 
Yeah, uh, is it like one big massive like troll project? Like, it's, it's I don't know what's going on. Up. It's messed up. It's yeah. really weird and twisted. Being in that fandom must be really yeah, it must be really right? weird, right? Like, because it's like, <laughs> what is this? I mean, yeah. all idol fandoms are weird and kind of scary, but I think like this one is just like it must just be weird to be consuming it and be like what is what's true what's the truth what is the canon but, what is the yeah I mean, I mean again thinking back to again the the idol masters and Oslagia anime like which is nothing to do with like how idol master works yeah again, right could this just be another case where they decided let's just do something weird with these characters with a similar premise but just be really far off the rails as to what the canon actually is i don't know yeah, is, it what it, is it that but it, it could be but it's just very odd especially since it's something that's like new and not established like idol masters so for them to make the anime up front very odd and very distant from what people think the canon is 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 an interesting choice yeah unless they are such suggesting something with that right yeah i don't know it's very weird uh very twisted oh yeah definitely and speaking of twisted uh not to spoil too much for john but Irma ended on a You're really fine. twisted note. Okay, okay, we're fine. We're just gonna discuss it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Dev. Oh, Devi God. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, Devi God. Um. It was good, but it ends twisted. It ends oh really gosh. twisted. Yeah. yeah. It ends really twisted. Wow. Um. Yeah. I, it was a really nice wrap up episode where they clearly like kind of did the whole thing going through each character and being like their, you know, their relationship with Iruma and Iruma kind of like indirectly checking in on them. It was good. It was really good. It was like a night. It was just pleasant overall. And then it just ends that way. It was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, what happened there? You know, and it, it's exciting. It's exciting. Cause you know, basically season two is confirmed for them. To yeah. Do that, right. So it's like, Oh, I'm excited. People say this is like a, people say that, that arc it's leading up to who read the manga. They say it's really good. So I'm like, <gasps> I believe excited. it. Um, I believe it. <laughs> so two things. One in the episode, it's great. We get that one more Clara song. Uh, I think my oh, yes. favorite part of the episode is mm-hmm. the part where, where, uh, Asmodeus is like, Oh fuck. How, I, 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 uh, I'm sure that Clara is doing some insane bullshit right now, and it immediately cuts to just the middle of her song while they're all floating over their fucking cauldron or whatever. Yeah, going they're like, a twisted like ritual time or whatever. They're doing their twisted like demonic like circle around the cauldron, yeah. but in their heads they're hearing this cute their their cute song. Yeah, they're it's the same song is, as always. It's just so good. Which I, different lyrics. Oh yeah. Which I think lyrics. now to to put into perspective, I think they're hearing and picturing that cute song in their head. But for anyone outside that perspective they might be doing something twisted yeah actually, which is really good um yeah they got they get a little jealous of each other and they're like oh i'm gonna cook iruma the best meal because something something's off about him um and he he's he he's like oh if you combine these meals because classic iruma they actually taste it just tastes really good so like what a nice solution and the meals look twisted like yeah they really just had to deal with a fish Oh, he had to deal with a fish. I loved his butler being like, yes, Alice, you're doing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so supportive. Yeah, yeah, so supportive. Yeah. Oh, but then the really the real thing, and I will say what is twisted, is at the end of the episode, Irima turns into Devil Man. Man. <laughs> he just looks like fucking Akira from Devil Man. Hell yeah. And yeah. He t- He's twist- he, he looks twisted. He says why are you waking me up at the ass crack of dawn gramps which is yeah 
That is just twisted. I am sorry. Yeah, I don't we don't know what, know what happened before that. that. We don't know what happened before that. We don't. It just, like, it, just, it just shows the next day where he's all like all different personality yeah. for some reason. It is it is warped. I could not believe that after Irma goes to bed and he's like, Yami I'm so happy Iruma. I have all my friends. And now, yeah. yeah. Yami Aruma. It is twisted. <clears throat> it is twisted, and I don't want to wait until April 2020, which is when the next season <laughs> is, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, 2021, I'm sorry. Not 2020. Yeah. If it was 2020, I wouldn't have to wait. It would be great. I'd be like, yes, that's like that. yeah, next that's month. This, that's, that's Let's go. Yeah. I wish. No. <laughs> it's fine. There's plenty of shows we got coming out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Irma. Holy shit. I was like, wow, at the end of the episode. I didn't expect it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, John, how, Pokemon, everyone seems to be saying Pokemon's great. You know, I keep seeing everyone say they're really happy about the current Pokemon season. Yeah, people seem to be really into this season. Um, no, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's it's pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm quite enjoying where things are going uh, as as time goes on. I will say I'm I'm glad that I'm 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 glad that they're trying some new things because they're letting characters catch different Pokemon. They're letting Pokemon evolve. They're letting things just that you wouldn't expect to happen happen yeah they're letting them catch evolved pokemon which i thought was interesting ash straight up right now after after these last two episodes has like half of a competitive team because he has you never thought it'd happen yeah yeah he's got got a pikachu that can gigantamax which is competitive he's got a dragonite Mm -hmm. and in episode 16 he catches a fucking gengar like a Gengar. So there was an control? episode previously where there was this Gengar like haunting the the institute, and everyone was like, "Oh boy, what's up with this Gengar?" And they actually like continue on with this Gengar. It's not just like a one and done episode. The Gengar turns out um, was abandoned by his trainer at the institute like years and years ago. And so he grew to hate humans and decided to, like, haunt the Institute and scare people away. And, um, so it turns out that the professor just didn't care about the haunting and just kind of thought it was funny. So he still bought the place. (laughs) But the Gengar just ramped up his, his annoyances until he really starts following Ash around. And Ash starts getting chills all the time and is feeling real sluggish. And it turns out it's because it, it's, it's, you know, he thinks it's Gengar's curse. But then they end up fighting Team Rocket and Gengar teams up with Ash. And it turns out Ash just has a cold and it wasn't actually Gengar cursing him. He was just sick. Which, you know, that was cute. And then Ash ends up catching the Gengar and, you know, it's it's all good. Um... I'm 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 looking at I'm I'm gonna look at the Bulbapedia section here because you know you know how fucked up things get on Bulbapedia. Apparently, this episode makes it the first time Ash has actually caught a ghost type Pokemon. What? Yeah. Oh, because he never caught Haunter, never I guess. Never caught Haunter. With Gengar's capture, Ash has now officially owned at least one Pokemon of all eighteen types. Took him that fucking long, huh? Yeah. Uh, there was also a section. Where uh, Gengar gets sucked up by a vacuum cleaner, which is a little Luigi's Mansion joke. It's very good. That's a little sick, I think. It's a Ghostbusters joke. What are you talking about? Well, a vacuum is specifically Luigi's Mansion. I guess so. So then the next episode, um, 
Ash and Go are training, and Score Bunny. Did I say the right name? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yes. Again, watching it in Japanese fucks me up because they even the subtitles use the Japanese names. Yeah, that's crazy. It's not right. It's not right. So Score Bunny is is teased by Go's Darmanitan because it can't use a fire move. It keeps trying to spit out an ember, and it doesn't work. And so the whole episode is just Score Bunny being real upset, but Go isn't really understanding of his feelings. Go's just like, well, you can't use a fire move, so we're just going to keep using like quick attack and double kick, and you know, you're good at that. You don't got to learn a fire move. But Score Bunny really wants to learn a fire move. And so he keeps running around and trying to use a fire move. But then they go accidentally comes across Team Rocket's secret lair. Which is uh which is which is pretty funny. They they end up going to They can like, afford somewhere? I well the, it's like underneath a phone booth. They just like have a, a a cave under a phone booth. And I mean that seems above their like not I love them. I just want to say that, but that seems above their mental pay grade if you get me. Mm-hmm. That seems like I don't know. It's like like actual Team Rocket or our Team Rocket? It's our team rocket it's it's the fuck that's team. weird then i don't i guess you did say that they're actually like funding them now huh yeah i mean like they're getting that gotcha thing where like a pelipper shows up and oh. drops a gotcha machine on them and I they just get a pokemon that. yeah it's very good um i i don't know it's it's wild i mean maybe team rocket just has all this stuff lying around and giovanni's just like yeah you sure you can go here or whatever who knows um but you know the, the the I guess it turns out that that um what's the fucking the choodle? There was a choodle a couple of episodes ago, uh, and I guess that's just gonna be Jesse's Pokemon because it just like follows her around now. I straight up forgot what choodle was for like a whole five seconds, and then I remembered. And I was like, oh yeah, it's the fucked up. <laughs> I don't like it. it. Is fucked up. I like I like its evolved form. Its evolved form is cool looking. But yeah, Dreadnought's fine. Yeah, I like Dreadnought. Yeah, looks better Cho- that way. Yeah, choodle's fucked up. I don't like choodle. <laughs> choodle looks like a like ugly baby face. Like a a bully character in a Cartoon Network show. Yeah. Oh my god, it you're does. right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just really. It does. Ugh. It does. But then finally, they figure out how to use a fire type move because Score Bunny learns to like run in place, and then it heats up its feet, and then it can kick a rock, and that turns into Ember, I guess. So then it they they defeat Team Rocket, and then Score Bunny evolves into Raboot, and but but Raboot's all pissed because I guess because Go treated him badly, so. Oh shit! We'll see. I mean, after seeing, like, how Go even, like, started getting with Scorebunny in the first place, I think Go's a real bastard. That's what yeah, I'll say. Yeah, he was kind of a bastard with all of that. I, I don't know. Um, let's look at the trivia here. We can, we can make this a, a, a running thing where I look at the Bulbapedia trivia here. Okay. Uh, it says, when, te- when entering Team Rocket Secret Base, James enters the numbers 634526 on the number pad. Uh, Using Gorowase, these numbers can be read as Musashi Kojiro, which are Jesse and James's Japanese oh. names. That's funny. Wow. Wait, their name—that's really good in Japanese. I never knew that, that those were their Japanese names. That owns. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Wow. Mm. Bulbapedia on the 
on the, on the scope. Yeah, yeah there's Is that all, all the trivia? Uh, there's also a section where when they're in their cave, Team Rocket plays Shiritori. And they specifically say it's nasty p- plot shitty toddy, which is the like word game where you like you know have to say a word that starts with yeah. the end of the word, the last word. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so they have to say things that are evil, and it's just kind of funny because like Je- Jesse <laughs> just fucks up constantly. It's very good. Um, and th- but then and, and then like Wabafet is involved with it too, so it's really funny because like they're like, wait a minute, Meowth, are you actually saying like, are you matching up with what Wabafet's saying? Or are you just doing what you want to do? <laughs> it's really good. Um, but yeah, I, I sh- sure you know. Next episode, uh, they're going to the fucking uh, what's McCullough? The fucking um, what what gym? The Vermilion Gym, which I didn't see Lieutenant Surge. If Lieutenant Surge is there, that'd be pretty funny. We'll see how that goes. Um, And I'm looking on Bulbapedia, and I guess the episode after that is going to be about Ditto. Okay. All right. Are they going to reveal that it's uh, Mew? I have no fucking idea. I keep waiting for them to do that at some point. Yeah, that it's like a failed clone of Mew. Yeah, they they should do that. Yeah. I don't know, it's, it's, it's alright. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Alright. Um, okay, so, uh, Elvie, are you caught up on Magicord? I know you're not, John. You're probably, like, on episode three or something, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'll get back to it. Now I, yeah, I think I'm generally caught up. Now I got time, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. It's good. It's, it's yeah, really it's good. still good. It's still, it's going. Yeah. Um, the um the whole AI thing, I did not expect to like. I did not expect it as like a plot, you know. Like, oh, that's interesting. You know, it kind of yeah. caught me off guard. It's like, um, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's really good. Um, I also like how um. You know, we kind of do kind of we, we do have kind of like a main focus of characters, right? We do kind of a main we kind of have like a main commune of magical girls that we're focusing on. You know? Yeah, we have. And now they're all now they're all just living with each other. Yeah, we I have guess. the gay house, like literally, the gay, yeah. like. Oh my god! Oh, speaking of that, when they were picking out their mugs, what is going on with that mug oh, store? Oh, th- th- what do you mean that, you don't have a mug store in your town? They all look <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was like like three floors of just individual mugs on show. First of all, my, my other problem with the mug store is that it wasn't even, like, properly organized by color. So you kind of just go in that store that looks like that. I'm like, I guess I, I, guess I just die, right? I, I, guess, I guess I just have to find what I find by looking at every single thing. Oh, my gosh. But her whole, the whole thing about, say, like, cow, cow, cows, cow, cows are good. Cows bring people together. Yeah. That was kind of – I love that. But anyway, yeah, um, I like how we um, – I, I, what I like of what they're doing, you know, even as someone who does not play, you know, especially as someone who does not play the game, and, and I'm not that familiar with some of these other characters that are showing. I'm, I'm glad that they're not really explaining them. Like I'm not. I'm glad that they're not really talking about them. We're like, oh, we got it. We got to f- yeah. explain who these people are. I like how it's just like, oh, it just is because we kind of established this rule that there are other magical girls in other locations, and that's kind of like it's it's kind of like a turf thing, like. I, I just kind of like we see glimpses of who they are based on what you know, just what we see from our the main the main group's perspective. I don't really need to know. I think 
who they are. Like, I, I just kind of see who they are just is based on their design. And I appreciate that. I can just kind of like, oh, okay. That, that distance, I think, is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I like what they're doing here where they're not explaining who these other people are, at least just yet. I, 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 think, it's, I think it's fine. And I think it, it prevents me from being overwhelmed personally. Yeah, uh, the that. game doesn't much either. Like, these are all original characters for the game. Yeah. So, and this is just right, the game right. story. Um, one thing... Sorry, well, I have two things I can say. One thing is that I really appreciate, and I hope that they explain more about uh, the Yamane sisters, the two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah, the twins. Because their backstory yeah. isn't explained ever in the uh, mm, in the main story. It's in okay. their, like, character stories you have to unlock if you roll them, which is great. Um, but, like, it's it's really good. Like, their, their stories, I really like it a lot. It's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, those two definitely stood out the most, because it's like, oh, twins? Yeah. What's going on there? Like, do they have a shared wish? That's, like, I have questions about that, but then uh, right now, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't need to know anything about them right now. Like, I'm fine with that. And I'm fine if I don't, I think. Like, again, it seems like they're just, like, they're 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 outside what our, our main focus circle is, right? And, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, I think, like, the Alina, the Alina character, the green hair one right. who showed up, yeah, uh, yeah. her backstory is really interesting, and I'm sure we'll get mm-hmm. to it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we are going, we're, we're approaching the end of the, uh, I think the last episode's next week, I think, maybe? Ooh. Or something? Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, they are ending on a banger. Uh, mm-hmm. I will tell you that from knowing how that story right. goes. So I, I, I knew that it was going to end at this specific part of the story, but it'll be good. Uh, okay, some cool. classical Madoka stuff. Uh, they did change some stuff from the games now in a more notable way. Uh, one, they removed my favorite scene, which I've mentioned before, Aww. I think, where Homer shows up and is shooting and is like helping them by shooting one of the Amane sisters. And one of the Amane sisters says, <gasps> please stop shooting me. Why do you have a real gun? And is like really <laughs> fucked up about it. She's like that upset. True. They cut it out. That- I'm very upset about that. Oh my god! They cut out uh, Madoka and Homer are supposed to be in this arc. Uh, they were oh, okay. in the game, so I don't, I'm assuming. I think it's a better move not to. If I'm being honest with mm-hmm. you, to not because like, listen, Madoka and Homer kind of a big deal in the Madokas. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, to just mm-hmm. sort of like have them show up like that would be maybe you know a little distracting. Maybe maybe it'll be the last episode. Maybe they they just reposition they'll show up at some point. A- I'll yeah, tell you that I think, because I think they're saving them. Yeah. The other thing they changed is made. They made mommy on the bad guy's side. Yeah. I was, I was like, Oh, what's going on here? That, it's a little confusing right now. I'm like, I, I kind of don't get it, but I guess it will be explained to me. Yeah. They, uh, uh, she, she was, that wasn't in the game. That was, she, okay. she was just vibing in the game, I guess, She's basically. And okay. so I think that's interesting that they did that. I think okay. it makes sense. It makes sense specifically considering, you know, Mommy's character in the original Madoka. She's very, like, uh, like, anxious all the time and stuff like that. Right. Like, it makes sense right. that she would be on the side of, like, oh, we'll solve all the problems. Trust right. us, guys. Right. Yeah. Um, I continue to really like that they add more of the uh, uwasas, the the rumored witches or whatever, in the opening. Yeah. They add yeah, them to yeah. the windows and stuff like that as they see them. Yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah. I, I think this is a very smart adaptation. I've said it from the beginning, but it, it continues to impress me. It really does. Especially because, like, the fake Go one's ending soon. And, like, the more I've watched of it, I'm just like, yeah, that's... Yeah. Like, I... I could have just played the game, I guess, and probably had a better experience. I don't know. Like, 
it's like cool to see the fake ghost stuff but like the magic record stuff's like really really good and like a lot of people probably won't play the game so it's like great that this story is able to be seen in like a different way that is like i wouldn't say like better or worse at all it's just a different telling that i think accomplishes a lot Mm -hmm. Mm um yeah i'm I'm very i'm very impressed with it and i'm glad that they keep giving me free pulls in the madoka game every time an episode (laughs) comes out uh yeah uh cool uh uh, i don't know i uh i think that's everything i wanted to say about madoka i think i'm trying to think uh yeah i i love the sana sana the little green-haired girl she's great oh yes yes um her arc is like brutal in the game so they made it a little less brutal which is nice but it's still like yeah as as it was like oh whoa this is this is this is wow this is yeah they're really like the 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 tone of like each art like each story you're exploring is like oh yeah it's it's getting darker that's interesting that it's a little more actually heavier than what they're portraying i think like it's really sad in the game because they like really hammer home how sad so her wish was basically to become invisible uh Mm -hmm. and like there's like events in the game like the valentine's event specifically is like where like really strikes you like oh god this poor girl like really fucked herself with this one because like she wants to go to the store and buy everyone valentine's presents and she can't Uh use like check out basically so she has to like stalk and find a self-checkout machine somewhere and stuff like that and like like she can't talk to anyone like she can't she can't do anything it's twisted Christ, yeah she just had depression she didn't deserve this mm-hmm. i know that's madoka i guess <laughs> yeah. that's everyone yeah. yeah that's everyone in this series well yeah mostly everyone well we'll yeah uh, we'll have the real depression soon it'll be good <laughs> It's still, well, it's. I think, like I've said this before, but like it, uh, there are a lot of you know issues with the original Madoka. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But none of those are in this. I can tell you that. So it's, it's, it'll be good. It'll be. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel that vibe. Yeah, so far, I feel like it's just been very good about like. Here are these like group of girls like in a shitty situation, and now they're trying to make do with it, and. um this is gonna, you know, they're trying to make do with it with something that there's not really undeserved, and like if there's a greater purpose to it, maybe there is. Like you know, it's I like how kind of it's very open ended about that. Yeah. Um, but there's still something very dismal and horrible about this secret, you know, the, the secret underbelly that the rest of like society does not know about, um, or romanticizes in fiction, like you know, the idea of a magical girl or like, yeah. a superhero, right? Whereas the original series, that's the same thing, but I felt like it was very punishing you know, in a lot of ways, you know, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the sake of, like, really over-sensationalizing, like, oh, yeah, this is really dark and bad. And again, like, I feel like Madoka unfortunately triggered this brief time period where it, we, we had, like, a lot of... Yeah, the wick dark, sauces dark magical. Yeah, it's like, oh, please. Like, yeah, dark magical girl stuff that was very shallow and just wants to be, like, violent and, like, just 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 superficially like exploitive you know for the sake of just saying like oh we're a magical girl show but actually we're, we're dark, fucked you know? up guys we're edgy, yeah, like edgy and like metal music so, you know so i i feel like i don't feel that way here like it feels very balanced in what it wants to clearly say up front um was it the first episode like at least in the anime the first episode out front where she's talking where you know um you know, Iroho's like outright talking to that one girl on the train. Uh, or was it a bus? I it don't was know. a train. It was, yeah. so, 
it was a train and like she's just that one girl talking about like i regret her wit like you know regretting her wish because she wishes she wished to like date her crush but now they're not dating anymore they broke up yeah so now it's like i chose you know like her contracted to do this horrible thing now for something that was temporary she didn't realize was temporal was like you know i felt like that speaks to what the whole series is you know like this idea of like what you know not just like speaking on morality per se but like you know what do like how easily personal choices can like lead you to the wrong thing and like you know it sucks like like, a lot of times it's very undeserved um but yeah it's 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 really good i i I, in a way i kind of like it more than madoka in a way but like i think i think it's you need madoka the original madoka to to watch this at all or to digest it because i think it's necessary like you're i feel like you're gonna be more lost if you don't in a way it's not necessary but you do need that for the establishment of the world's rules right um yeah no i think the measure record i i think i like it more than normal madoka having yeah. played a lot of the game like, like the story's still coming out in the game so i don't know like i feel yeah i like it for how it feels i think just like how it's feeling and like i, I like each at least at least how each thing resolves so far it, it you, you feel good coming out of it yeah you know there's like some sort of whereas like you know original manga was like oh it just it just got getting worse right yeah <laughs> and and like, oh. it'll get a little worse, it'll soon, get worse. but it'll yeah, resolve itself it'll be fine right right exactly yeah no like yeah it, it's good it's good shit um i'm really interested personally uh to see how they adapt the arcs after this next one basically so whenever this comes back to the second core i think it's a summer um oh okay cool uh i'll be interested to see how they translate it because so the, the game is very like so the way they translated fake go is easy because fake go is just a linear thing basically right it was just right, like right. you see this one chapter and it goes to chapter two the chapter three so on and so forth the thing with the madoka game is after the next arc when this arc finishes and we go the second course starts they do not tell it linearly anymore they mm-hmm. they set it up in a completely different way where you're seeing the story from all these different perspectives of these characters basically and uh-huh. you unlock like individual chapters for each character but they're like mm-hmm. they put them on a board to show you at what time they took place and stuff like that mm, okay and i don't know how they translate that like it might, that's interesting i think they'll yeah. probably do a good job i think it'll be fine like it's not like it's the most complicated thing in the world but i wonder how much of it will lose that like interesting like character perspective and stuff because you can't like in an anime it's really impossible to just keep jumping around like 30 different characters or whatever right right they have a huge cast and um so like it it, like so after this arc it's kind of like it's up to the player really about like oh yeah where do you what campaign or something or like what mission you want to focus is it kind of like that sort of yeah it's kind of free form yeah well, what other series has a huge cast of characters and it was very sporadic with chronology? But Bakuno. So if that's they do true. something like you know that, what? that's true. It's yeah. possible, like you know, something like that is possible to do it within a series, and other series has done it. So, but I think I think it would be jarring for them to try to do that because I think like you know from the original series and this series, they have been very straightforward with like the order of things. Yeah. So it might be an interesting challenge uh, for you know Shaft to to do something like that. Um, yeah, like I think it's possible, but again, it might be this is this I might be out of like what Shaft nor at least from what I recall, Shaft normally does. They they've done things where there is an order. I, I don't I don't recall. I mean, they do Monogatari, like, which is like fucking insane yeah. sometimes. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, LV, you can t- talk about uh, science, fall in love, 
oh if you want. I, it ended. Oh, it ended? It okay, ended. I'm still behind. I didn't even see the horny artist girl yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Should I just say it? Yeah, there? don't. Is you're fine. fine. You're fine. Go for it. I'll watch okay. it. Okay, just go. Okay, yeah, you're still gonna watch it. It's not gonna ruin it. Yeah, no. Anyway, I mean, it's like it's expected. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah. The main couple does like kind of concept. Yeah, like uh, so essentially they're now on like they've been on their kind of vacation slash um, big uh, like research outing essentially where they're presenting their different projects towards these like coalition of professors at this place. But you know, at the same time, they're taking vacation because it's it's like a town that happens to also have a nice like beach and stuff. So. Um, Anyway, they actually don't, they don't, they're not salacious about it at all, which I'm surprised by. Like, for a, there's, like, brief moments where stuff happens, but no, there, there, there's no, like, fan service, really, which is like, oh, wow, that's kind of interesting, that's kind of fun, that's kind of cool. You know, this is a series about, like, joking about, like, sexual tension and stuff, but there is no really fan service in the series, yeah. which I'm, which is like, oh, wow, I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, there's just hijinks, like the, you know, the, the slacker guy, he, he's like his presentation, for instance, he's like, I, you know, he wants to talk about like, I, the idea of probability and the most ideal way to finish something like a dating sim, which in a way it's like, a, it's a topic, but then he, the, the, one of the hard, you know, hard strung, like, uh, professors observing this and kind of grading this is like, you know, like constantly debating with him. And they actually, it actually turns out that was to his benefit, you know, as scary as the guy was. He's like, oh, wow, like, I never had a proper debate with someone before. Usually for some reason, people are scared of me or like the students don't like fight back defending their projects and stuff. So like, oh, okay. Because like, for him specifically, like throughout the whole thing, he's like, you know, like, uh, I don't know why. For, so for the big, the big question is like, I don't know how he got this far in the grad program that they're in if he was never really down for like yeah. science which is like how are you here um but they kind of hints like yeah he again it was those it's that kind of cliche thing where he was following um you know the small one he because you know like they clearly have some relationship and past together but he clearly has like an infatuation for her still so there's this implication that she kind of inspired him i guess to follow her to school and do this and he somehow survived as far even though he's kind of like a dunderhead right um, and yeah, so then he, he basically found something that he can be proud of. Like, oh yeah, if I can just focus on like something I'm interested in, then that's fine. I don't have to do something I'm not interested in. Like I, there's a way to make science out of something you like. So it's like, that's like, oh, that's like a good takeaway. Um, and ultimately the, the normal girl is, um, the project partner with the, the main guy. Um, and of, of course, there's like a misunderstanding, like the main girl walks in on them hugging, but really it was because the main guy was hugging her because the normal girl was getting anxious and he felt the need to hug her to calm her down. Uh -huh. And she just walked in on that and it was like, <sighs> but anyway, they presented, it was fine. And then like, basically the last two episodes was them coming to terms with this mis miscommunication and like, you know, she knows the reality of like, okay, yeah. Nothing bad happened, but the main girl is really coming to terms with the fact that, like, she's feeling very upset about this and this idea that, like, she does not know how to, like, relegate her, re regulate her emotions. And, like, it goes into a little more about in the past she was very, like, she, she intentionally isolated herself from other people. She was very, like, academic into science. There was a really funny scene where she was being bullied and they, like, pour water on her. And they, she just like explains to them about she she explains to them in a convoluted matter of like how they're like oh yeah you know you guys are terrible and stuff, and then when she walks away from them the boys are like uh, how dare she be so smart and pretty and it's like <laughs> they were basically just jealous of her the whole time so like and then she was just actually like 
unintentionally popular this whole time, but she always saw herself as kind of like an outer loner person. And she never really felt affection for someone before until this guy. Um, and it was just really upsetting the whole way that it was like, you know, you feel the secondhand embarrassment where she's trying to get a present for him from one of the gift shops. She trips at some, there's a whole like long night thing where like, it's like, oh man, this is such an anxious sequence. Or she trips at some points. She breaks the present. She like goes to him and she only finds out she broke the thing when she shows it to him. She gets really embarrassed. She runs away. She gets lost at this like town they've never been in before. Like she, she like walks along a highway. It gets really dramatic. At some point she breaks her heels. That was scary. I was like, oh my God, that's all you're wearing. You like broke your heels. Um, and the rest of their colleagues, like, uh, like you know, they're doing a search party for her. And eventually it comes to terms. Like, you know, the guy finds her. Um, they kiss. I was like, oh, yeah, God. Oh, God, finally. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, they have a moment. And, like, he carries her and stuff. And it's, like, just that nice open-ended thing where they kind of, like, maybe, like, just kind of accept the relationship. But they're still in kind of denial about it to their colleagues. And they're just pushing us. Like, oh, no, we're just continuing with the experiment thing about, like, yeah, how to analyze love and stuff. So what was most, and like, yeah, it's just like, it's just, it was good. Yeah, it was like, fine. It was fine. It's not, it's not amazing. It's not an amazing thing, but it was just, it was just this nice, sweet thing to end on where it made sense. And you kind of see it coming anyway. So it's not really spoiling anything. It's like, yeah, of course they might resolve that, right? Um, my main complaint about the series is the twisted, horny artist girl that they introduced <laughs> only a few episodes ago where like, she does nothing. From the, like the moment she was introduced, like she kind of has it in the background and she, I guess she did something, like, in these last episodes. I guess she might have, like, kind of purposely set up the whole situation to be, like, bad. Like, like I don't know. There's a suggestion she broke the present that the girl got. It's, but it doesn't make sense. Like, where was she this whole time? She did nothing, really. She was just there. Like, she, there was no reason for her to be introduced, I felt like, in the end, where, like, a lot of the problems that happened kind of catalyzed without her involvement so she was just a nothing character this whole time and that's kind of what's like uh she didn't yeah she yeah she just throughout even the beach episode she did nothing she didn't even do like a typical like horny thing where it's like oh she's gonna like google what's up like she did nothing but yeah that's a series that ended the season so (laughs) is that your take on it ultimately that's a series that ended Yeah. I mean, it was a cute series. I like the ending song. I actually like the opening, too. Like, the ending song's a really good banger. Yeah. Um, there's choreography to the ending song. There's choreography to the ending song. It's kind of simple. You can learn it as you're trapped indoors. Uh, yeah, it's very cute. Um, yeah, it's just a cute, straightforward series. Comes and goes. It's not something, like, you know, that is like, yeah, it's not a masterpiece. It's just it's just yeah. something that is. And that sometimes that's fine, you know? Yeah, sometimes that's fine. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't amazing. It was good, though. I think it was good, at least. Decent. Yeah. All right. Just some shows that are just like that. It comes in. Yeah, and it's fine, life. you know? You need that stuff to yeah. better appreciate the good yeah. stuff. That's what I always say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. See, I hope you finish it, and I'm curious to see what you say. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably say it next time. I'll, go I'll be caught up by then, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got we got a little thrown off. Basically, my my roommates went out to uh, Katsukon or whatever. Uh, oh, whoa! And uh-huh. so th- then that was like you know weekends usually when we catch up on a bunch of anime and stuff like that. So right, right. you know got a little behind, still catching up. <laughs> got a, like eight episodes behind an orphan now or something like that. And oh my god! Don't want to think about that, but you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when you get there. Uh, John, you wanted to give us the questions. I think that's everything. Yes, I do. If you want to send in questions or opinions, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com forward slash ask, and you will sound like these fine folks right here. 
Century Punk asks, is there an anime you watched that you found was better watched alone, in solitude at night, or on a sick day? Natsume's Book of Friends always had meditations on loneliness that felt perfect for those quiet viewings. Hmm. Um, I remember watching a lot of, like, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know if this fully counts, but I just... I have, like, a, a sort of connection to a lot of the, like, early Adult Swim animes, like your Cowboy Bebops, your Ghost in the Yeah, Shows. sure. Right, yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I used to watch those when I would wait for my dad to come home from, like, doing work super late at night. So that that those shows remind me of that time and, like, it, in a sense, a loneliness, but also just, like, a... Uh, a, a, a sense of like yearning and a sense of looking forward to seeing someone. So I think that 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 is my answer. I I think I would. I'm glad that I watched Violet Evergarden both times alone. I think I think that's a weird one. I I couldn't imagine watching that in a group setting. I don't mm. think like uh definitely needs time to uh, sit. Uh, but I don't, at night, I'm trying to think uh, of what's a good one. Hmm. Opening my Annie list real quick <laughs> and checking my completed tab. Um, D- digging through my brain library. Like, yeah. Watch that one. It's a lot. That's I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, something else like when you're alone. Hmm. I don't know, that's tough for me, because, like, anime is a very social thing for me. Like, I, I, at least for me personally, like, I use it to watch, like, with my girlfriends or, like, with my roommate. Like, I, it's very rare that I'm watching anime alone, like, unless it's, like, one we're watching for the show most of the time, because, you know, I've got a mm-hmm. limited time to do so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think for me personally, I've been watching a lot of stuff alone recently, but I don't see it as a lonely experience. It's yeah. these are a lot of shows I can talk about with you all, and also that, like, you know, they might be also series I can talk with friends about, even though I'm not watching it with them, but I'm keeping track, like, of other people's, like, watching, you know, so, you know, kind of like when people talk about, like, other shows, too, like, it's, it's a nice, you know, I hear a lot about, like, my coworkers, like, oh, hey, did you hear about this podcast, or, like, did you watch that thing on Netflix, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I feel like it's a shared experience indirectly, even though I might be watching something alone. But if I were to think about something that, like, kind of, like, imbues those feelings, I think where I was, I feel like in high school, um, you know, there was, like, a lot of, like, romance stuff, you know, that I was watching, I think. I think, you know, kind of, you know, like, my anime taste was kind of, like, just, like, reformulating and stuff. But I remember a time, like, I think it was high school, where I was just watching a lot of the key adapted anime so things like air clan clanod canon and i feel like those series kind of evoke this feeling of loneliness because a lot of them kind of have very sad themes about them mm-hmm. um even though they might have a happy um outcome where they each de- they're each dealing with character you know because again they were cam- coming from like dating them so like they were each dealing with characters that had a particular sense of like um, longing, or there's something, there's something going on with them, you know. And you're like the Avatar main character is like the one kind of coming to the life and kind of changing and uplifting them. And I feel like that weirdly, I've timed a point in my life where I wasn't sure where I was going with things. Right, I was in high school and I was like, huh, I don't, I don't know what, what, what things will lead me to here. And yet, 
I was watching these shows mm-hmm. that was basically about other people in high school, kind of yeah. like at a high school age, exploring themselves or they have something dire going on, you know? I think, like, I think especially something like Clannad, especially, that made me cry. Like, you know, Clannad was, like, sad. Like, I don't know if I'm going to say that for Like, Clannad made me cry. I think that was definitely a series I remember that made me cry at some point. Um, because of, like, just, like, oh, like, not even in the end of the series, we're like, oh, wow, that's, like, so sad. So, like, um, there's a character in Clannad where she lost her parents, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and um, the arc, the arc, yeah, her name is Katsumi, I think? I forgot. Katomi? I don't remember her name. It started with a K, I think. Um, and she was one of the first arcs the series deals with. And, like, the whole thing is, like, you know, she lost her family in a fire. And she, like, lives by herself. And the arc wraps up with her basically um, – her parents were scientists or something. And they were exploring something that has a lot to do with kind of the supernatural elements that was going on in the series and explains it a little bit. Um, like, multiverse theory, basically. Whoa. Um, and they died. They died in a fire, um, I think. Don't remember. But anyway, they passed away. She's by herself now. And like there was this whole thing where this male rebounded and eventually returned to her. And it was like a teddy bear, I think. It was a teddy bear. And that was like a very touching arc from what I remember. So I don't know. There, I, I was just like those those series in particular from that, like, you know, from, from that those visual novels, I think, were really touching to me at that point in time, I think, if we were talking about loneliness. Not a bad pick. Uh, real quick, Robin also sent in a couple of opinions that I will go over real quick. Or, or, uh, no, just one opinion, I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with the seasonal anime. Instead, I've been binging Kamen Rider. Kabuto is so much fun, with Tendo being such a funny, perfect Ikemen main character, and the super speed freeze the world gimmick makes all the fights great. Are we gonna have to start talking about fucking Toku now? Because we have that shout that shout factory chant thing with all the toku. And I've been watching a lot, too. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even been watching most of the ones Robin's been watching is the craziest thing. That's... It's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we watch an episode of, like, Japanese Spider-Man in the SciTube. That's basically toku. Yeah. I mean, it is toku. So it's literally toku, yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. It's fun. But there you go. It's something I kind of do want to get into, but I haven't... I just don't know where to begin. I mean, like, I grew up, like... I mean, I still do. I legitimately love something like Power Rangers. Like, I know... I, I know I think I'd love Kamen Rider, but I'm just, like, I haven't gone there. I feel like once I do, it's you, over, you Watch know? Build. Watch Build. Uh, Kamen Rider <laughs> oh, Build. Okay. LV, All you right. will love the main girl in that. You will love her. She is okay. this woman who is just, like... Like, she's constantly like, I'm going to bed, fuck you guys, or whatever, and she's an online uh-huh. idol, also. Oh, my gosh. And it, it just gives me, I think you would really like her. I really do. Oh, boy. She's oh boy, twisted. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, Natalie sent in three questions. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's three. see here. Um, all right, first one. Which of your favorite anime characters would ignore advice and unwittingly spread coronavirus where they are the asymptomatic carrier? Um. Hmm. Oh my god. Uh, all of the cast of Nichijou? Yeah. All of the cast Except of Bakuno, for, they all drank from know, the alcohol. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bakuno. Um, yeah, Bakuno. They all drank the, the party! Uh, all the fucking healing yeah. good girls, because they're not doing shit about it. <laughs> 
damn, it's true. Uh-huh. Fucking believe. Damn. They only care about the special viruses. Yeah, it's fucked it's up. Cutting commentary. Yeah, they don't care. The the Eurocamp girls are safe because they're just out in the in wilderness, the, not interacting with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> they're only interacting with each other, and they're making hot pot. I guess yeah, they're, they're safe. Fine. You know, they're, they're just fine. they're fine. They 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 know better. They know what to do if the situation mm-hmm. arises. So they'll respond efficiently. Absolutely. I think. Um, I can't answer this question because I don't know anything about Bleach. But uh, which Bleach characters' bonkais do you feel will be most effective in controlling and combating the spread of coronavirus? You're asking me to remember a fucking Bleach character's bonkai. I don't fucking remember. I know nothing about. Bleach. I refuse. Yeah, none of us know anything about Bleach. That's. I watched all I of it. That. Okay, that's the worst part, I- and I couldn't tell you. My ignorant opinion's like, oh yeah, those like bone people, people are very horny about. Oh, um, the Espada? Yeah. Yes, and then I they were it. mad or, you know, like or, that, that shipping between Orihima and that sad one. Oh, Kiora, That yeah. was like a spicy one that's been going off and then people were so upset, which I understand because I don't even, I don't know any about that series, but I was like, huh, that makes sense. How did that Listen, happen? The you know? real like, good anyway. shit is Grim Jow, Jabberjocky, who is one of those guys. He's the, that's a name? Yes, he is the Shadow the Hedgehog of Bleach. <laughs> Uh, he, he has the blue hair uh oh, and he has okay. like the jawbone yeah i think i know who does he's yeah, great okay, he rules oh, really. i just call him the bone people yeah <laughs> that's fucked up that one girl has like under boobs and like it's just bone on top. yeah that's not how that works yeah and then there's like <laughs> the green like hair one bo- with the giant bone boobo oh yeah not good yeah it's a boobo <laughs> i don't know jack shit about this show i'm sorry everybody uh, I mean, here's the You're thing. You're safe. Most of it's You're pretty safe. good. I say most of it, and I mean like 50% <laughs> of it. That's not most. It's That's even not most. less than that, maybe. <laughs> That's half. It's maybe less than half of it is really good. 49.9%. Okay. Yeah. If right. you just ever, hey, if you're ever bored, John, I'm just telling you, like I'm the not, first, I'm not like. That bored. <laughs> Okay, I was gonna say the first like major arc of Bleach, pretty good. You can just watch it. Stop. There's a bunch of other shit that I need to watch and that I don't because I have brain problems. I'm sorry. So I'm oh, not that's watch fair. All right. Uh, last question from Natalie here. More seriously, as many people will be stuck inside more than usual, what are some series you guys would recommend that are too long for the usual Chuchigatri assignment, but would be well suited for people suddenly having a need to busy themselves? That's a uh, so we said no to One Piece, though. Is that the we're not going to be one of those or people, <laughs> or we're not going to encourage people to be one of those people either? Very dangerous. We 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 here don't encourage people to do dangerous things. You're exactly even we may right. Say dangerous things, but we should not. We do not give dangerous advice. I think. Uh, so, no. so, so here's my question. Uh, I'm not going to be one of these people, but are one of you people going to be uh, a watch Sinful Gear person? Uh, I mean, oh, I like no. it, but. I I don't know. I I wouldn't say that. No, I don't. I don't think I even. Yeah, I'm not seeing Simple Gear. Uh, I, well, I I had to t- ask. I had to ask because that that's the. <laughs> I mean, it's good. You could watch it. Just like you know, know I mean, what yeah. you're getting into. I'm just, I'm just saying, like the the meme. Oh yeah, sure. That those people. Yeah, yeah. Those people are sick freaks. Yeah. Is they're not as crazy as the One Piece people? Cause like Simple Gear is like only like fifty episodes or something, right? Are, and then you're done. Like, aren't there multiple seasons though? No, it's of Simple Gear. It's fifty episodes and you're done. It's like oh. five seasons All and right. that's it. But then like with like fucking One Piece, <laughs> it's okay. just die. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, I'm I'm looking up long anime. Let's see here. 
Oh, I was going to just say I mean, I Utena, because that just came out on, like, yeah. a bunch of... Th- I think Funimation just yeah. re-upped the license yeah. or something like sure. that, so it's in yeah. a couple places. That's great. I just think me looking up long anime is funny. I... Long anime. I... Long, Lo- long egg, egg oh, is lo- what I'm thinking. Of. Long egg. Oh shoot, long egg. Long egg is wow. No place is safe from long eggs. Grass. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it's too long. It's too long. It, it like, is doesn't too work long. Itself. Um, I would say yeah. I I would say I again. I'm someone who loves the Legend of Galactic Heroes series, and it's something. It's that's very long, and you need to take your time with it if you like political like low-key sci-fi dra- it's not sci-fi really I mean, I mean yeah it's sci-fi it's like a space opera it's but not like star wars actiony but it's definitely fits on the space opera genre because it's more kind of like a political drama and yeah i would recommend it if that's something you've been interested in like oh now it's time but again if that's something if that's something i mean if there's something you want to be not stressful because again this is like the series blatantly comments on stuff you know relevant to a lot of social issues so um, that's not a series I would recommend. But if it's something that you've been thinking about, hey, you can join my Twisted Club liking <laughs> series. <laughs> this dry... The light novels are really dry. Like, I don't know. Like And yet I'm, like, doing my best with them. Um, but I, I really love this series. Like, I think it's actually... Because it's pretty old and kind of somehow gets by a lot of things. The original series, too. Um, it's possible to find full episodes, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But there, there also was the recent reboot um, where they made everyone prettier, uh, <laughs> and it's in HD. But right. that's that's a start too. You can probably start with that first, I would think, and then if you realize, oh, I think I like this, then maybe you can go work your way up to the original series, okay. which is a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. If there's a shonen you like, um, we're not saying One Piece again. Just, Hunter Hunter is a good one because yeah, that's only a hundred something. Yeah, yeah. That's not ending anyway. Um, Dra- Dra- Dragon Ball Z Kai. That's that's a good way. Just there yeah, you go. Just get the Dragon that, Ball. You know. Yeah. Inuyasha. Yeah. It's yeah. all in Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. You yeah, can even it, watch it dubbed. It's fine. Yeah. 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 There's all kinds of neat um, stuff. You could be like me when I had a bunch of time a while back and just catch up with a series of Pokemon and do that, and that's just your fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Like even for recent stuff, you got like Demon Slayer. There's like Book yeah. of Hero. Like I think the movie came. Like I think the movie came out mm-hmm. in U.S. theaters too. The most recent thing. So yeah, there's just a lot of long series you can check out that are not like hundreds. Cromarty High School. Like, <laughs> well, I can watch Cromarty High School. Oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know where you can watch that. It's all on YouTube, I think, pretty much. Yeah, I so. think yeah, because there's yeah. It I got those fucking DVDs. Home. You're lucky. I know. Um, I don't even think you can get DVDs right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, binge a slice of life like Nietzsche. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean the the, the yeah. Shirobako movie is probably going to come out over here pretty soon. You should watch oh, Shirobako. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish Shirobako was shorter because I was I was going to say we should like that would match up really well with us talking about Aizoken. Like Shirobako is very in mm-hmm. the same mood as that. Yeah. I think it would be cool. Yeah, just a different perspective. Yeah. yeah. God, I'm just I'm I'm looking at the fucking I'm looking at my anime list right now, and it's just like oh all the all the stuff is like kind of reasonable shit, and then I see Pokemon the series Sun and Moon, 146 episodes. Like, what the fuck was wrong with me? I'm telling you, that's that Mia Hunter Hunter. It's like it doesn't feel like that when you're watching it, you know? Yeah, I guess not. But yeah, that's that's how that goes. Yeah, nice. Um. Do what you want. So I'm looking at the longest anime list, mm. right? 
And so, you know, ignoring a lot of, you know, like bypassing a lot of these um, kind of like anime based on news strips or like kids comics, like Dorymon. So that makes sense because Dorymon's kind of like a timeless character. So there's just like an unalleged amount of like anime adaptations mm-hmm. of that character, right? The one that actually has like a story to it in a sense is the longest anime I think thus far that's still airing is Detective Conan, uh, 970 episodes. <laughs> I'm not worse. telling anyone to watch that. It's worse than One Piece. Which is which is which is it's only right above One Piece. One Piece is the next one. Okay. At 924. Here's episodes. what I posit. I posit that One Piece is much worse because Case Closed is at least a procedural basically. And yeah, has yeah, a different, true. it's like basically like Law and Order. And if you think about it that right. way, it's not that bad. But right. One Piece isn't and is ostensibly telling an overarching story and they need to fuck off is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything, anything before that hires, yeah, again, things that are like based on news strips or kids, like kids franchises like Doraemon. Uh, yeah, Crayon yeah, Chan's basically like, think about like, the equivalent of like, a daily news, yeah. c- news yeah. comic strip. Like, that thing's not, like, Gar- like Garfield, Garfield's not gonna end, which is crazy. Something like that. Yeah, because if it. Um, c- but yeah, Detective Conan, One Piece, they're the top. Yeah, because if Garfield ends, then yeah. the evil Garfield monster will show up and eat people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, that's, that's there to That's what will happen it. when Jim Davis dies. We'll all be fucked. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. We, he needs to hand off the mantle to someone. And- <laughs> he needs to take on an apprentice. He needs. He need, yes, there's like going to be some dark like ritual training for that to be able to. L- listen, I need I, to teach you about Mondays. Listen, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal my myself here is that I I, I said that just to make Trixie be like you motherfucker because th- there's there's literally an SCP that's that and so I just wanted to fucking and this is specific it's Garfield. It's 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 it's, it's a oh. fucking evil being that looks like garfield that if they stop writing garfield then the being appears and starts killing people that rules i love that yeah <laughs> that's a great scp it is and so i said that because i want trixie to to scream at me so come and get it i feel like trixie screaming about that will just be like yeah that, that's an scp that's true <laughs> i don't know i just I, I just like being a bastard but yeah um Let's see here. Um, all right. Quick stuff real quick. Um, Harlequin Wales asks, what's a show people might think you'd be really into that you're not or vice versa? I think we could focus on that initial one. Just what's a show people think you'd be into, but you're absolutely not. Um, I'm going to just be real and say a lot of the horny anime i feel like i feel like this might this might be (laughs) me thinking lowly of myself but i definitely feel like people probably think that i watch a lot of like etchy and shit and i just i don't well you're just projecting here i don't think i might be projecting and you know maybe i but but still I, i i feel like I feel like people probably think I'm I'm way more fucking anime wild than I am, but I'm not. I don't fucking waste my time with that shit. Like, I don't need to see the same fucking scene of someone falling over on a girl over and over again. I'm good. I get it. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. My one of mine is like I hate like all of the fate anime pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, when it comes to fate, like 
I like some of the ideas of the original stuff, but it's like Fate Go is like really, really good because it's like for the most part doesn't have like any misogyny or anything. Whereas like Fate Zero, for example, I mean, like the original Fate Route is like at least has like a means to an end with it, even if it's still like steeping in it because of it being a sex game, basically. Yeah. Uh, but like Fate Zero is completely ruined by the Urobochi. Like, <laughs> it's like I would normally be super into like stupid edgy bullshit nonsense fighting all the time, but it's like so bad because of like how much he hated women. <laughs> like it's it's unbearable. Uh, so, I talk about dating sims a lot. Um, I do because I do play all of them, or like I like exploring them and like seeing like oh what weird. I like the weirdness of them mm-hmm. too specifically. I, I really specifically like ones that the premise is so wacky and they play it straight. I actually do not like a lot of shoujo anime or series in general. Like I, I'm pretty sure like I went through like a phase of like a lot of people who discovered anime as like a girl you know growing up and you're, like you see you know seeing these things like oh wow that looks cute and like inter- you know I love something like Fruits Basket and stuff. But there's just like a lot of shoujo anime I cannot deal with because they falter too much on the same tropes or to get you know like i think a lot of them are coming from an era that's like that you know they, a lot of them are coming from tropes that are super dated now and it's not surprising to see that you know as my own comment on how the industry is like I, it's not surprising to see that, that there hasn't been really a new shoujo title that has stood out in manga and anime that people are talking about right now um i feel like shoujo has not aged mm. well you know, there, there's like a lot of like problematic tropes that kind of, um, you know, although centered on like a, 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 a girl's perspective and like her doing like, oh, this harem of boys. Is that? Like, it, there's always a lot of problems, you know, where, you know, like where like sexism is pe- perpetuated and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it and it's just like. Yeah, I, like maybe I also aged out of it too. Like I don't know. Like I again, I don't think I was into it as much as I thought I was. You know, I like things by you know staples, like you know things like Clamp, Nana, and stuff. You know, like again, Nana's never going to have ending probably, <laughs> but but like uh, that I think about it, there is a lot more titles out there that I never really explored that I realized were popular at a certain point, but I don't think I ever bothered with them. I don't think I was into them as much as I thought I was, <laughs> and there so far hasn't been anything that stood out to me right now that um that's lasting or really talked about or has come out recently in production like clamp is like has been commissioned by netflix to make something original um for an animated an anime series so i'm curious if they're going to do something of that genre or are they going to continue something from like their you know like the the universe they kind of established already Mm -hmm. with those characters but yeah, I'm not actually into romance anime as much because sometimes I find sometimes I'm just frustrated with them too. I'm like, oh god, like they always play a bar like the same tropes again with the harem right. and like, oh yeah, we know, yeah, it's just like it gets predictable at a certain point. Basically, um, so. we all like different shit that's interesting and isn't super repetitive. That's that's what we're getting at here, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I just thought of another one that you that I, normally, by all accounts, taking into my taste, I would like, but I think I just hate. Um, this is going to be a controversial one, so okay. I'm sorry in advance. I hate Gundam. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's I think valid. It, I don't think know. I hate Gundam so much as, like, I think it's the most overrated thing in the world. I think that's my problem with it. People, like, people treat it like it's, fine. like, mana from the heavens, and, like, I think yeah. it's... I think it's fine. I like the robots and all that, and, like, I do like a lot of the political stuff, but shit's yeah. fuck. 
Oh, like, no, yeah, the original series is, like, really genre-defined for, like, a lot of those tropes and stuff, but, like, there are many bad Gundam yeah. series, and I don't know why some people are lifting a lot of them with, like... Like, oh, this is good. Like, no, I think it's really the franchise's, like, legacy that is, like, kind of, like, kind of blurring people's perspectives and, like, properly judging each series, you know? Like, we can talk about the original series, which I think is good. And again, yeah. it, like, coincides with me liking That's... Legend of the Black Hackers. They kind of, like, are t- contemporary. And they, I feel like the tropes in sci-fi anime came from those two series in particular. But, like, if we're talking about, like, some of the recent kind of series, I don't think... What was the one where um? What was the one where like they, they killed off someone and then his brother came back and oh, they just made him exist? Um, I know which one you're talking. Was that Destiny? I think was it might have been Destiny? Destiny. That was the yeah. That was on Adult Swim. I, yeah, I think that's the yeah, one I that said. Was I was like, that's not good. What is that? That's terrible. I, that's awful. I think it's just Stupid. like I just like I don't know. I yeah. It's like. The way that people talk about it is like, like John said, like they act like it's like some heavenly thing, like this most amazing thing yeah. you'll ever see. And like when it's good, like it's still good stuff too. And I do have to see more of it. I'll admit to it, but like, I'm so discouraged by it because like the way people talk about it makes me think like, oh, this is going to be really good. And then I watch it and it's like, okay. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like, I, I think the thing, yeah, it's not, I think the thing is that a lot of people probably just watch Gundam and like nothing. That's else. what I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of the people who like go off about Gundam are like very yeah. like, Oh, cause it's a good anime. I'm like all oh, the other ones. Like, yeah. like there, I know for a fact, there are people who just watch Dragon Ball. Yeah. That's yeah. And that's fine. Like they find and joy you, in that, but they don't really watch it. They're not anime watchers, know what? but they, they watch Dragon you know, Ball. They're more yeah. right than people that just watch Gundam. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Oh uh, no, yeah! No, I, I think I, you're yeah. right. I think you're onto something yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm speaking from bias as a fan of that franchise, but yes, I, <laughs> I, I think you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. The, um. I mean, we have another question, but they're basically just asking us what our personas are, and I don't know if we want to do that. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh, mm. And I'm pretty okay. sure we kind of answered that previously anyway, so... Did we Did we not answer a question like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah probably. Listen to our old yeah. episodes, Jesus. <laughs> you can find it, yeah. We basically we, did that last episode, now that I think of it. It was the the, the Monogatari one with the animals. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So they, so, so just listen to our old shit. All right, let's. We're done. We're done with the uh, the the. the we're done with the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean, done with the questions. Okay. Well, remember everyone, if you have any op- <laughs> opinions or questions, come kill me for Gundam. It's fine. I believe me. Go do it. Tell me yeah. about it. Tell me what you like about Gundam. I'd love to know. As someone's working on their Gundam kit while listening. Yeah. To this. So they're just like they're snapping one off and they're like, oh. Um, <laughs> they no, I have I have nothing wrong with the Gundam designs. I think the Gundam designs are very good for the most part. I really like them, especially the 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 fucking I, the red one. I like the red the, one with the big arms. The red uh, one. Charzaku. There's yes yes that one the mm-hmm. Zaku yeah I like that one I think it looks silly, um, okay, so yeah send in questions or opinions to videogamechuchu.tumblr.com/ask or Twitter whatever you know I'll find them and we can do something with them, uh but yeah that's everything um, okay so now I get to explain the anime next time that we're doing, uh next time on. Um, the anime that we're watching for the month we're gonna watch tonico-kun is always listless mm-hmm. uh this was recommended by century punk i believe yes yes or yes. okay okay so yes thank you for that um and it's on crunchyroll 
So no problems here. Just go find it. It's, it's also on Funimation, so if, I mean, you know, wherever. Uh, yeah, it would be good, probably, I hope. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I watched like half of it before. I thought it was pretty good. So I'm looking forward to that. Much more lighthearted than what we've been watching. Let me tell you, folks, we've watched a lot of intense anime. I don't know. I've been thinking <laughs> about this. Like, we watched Erased. Uh, yeah. We watched uh, a lot of things. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We, we, let's, we, let's we're moving through the ring. Now it's going to be chill out time. It's going to be just silly old slice of lifetime. And the next time, I don't know, we'll watch something about a murder or something. Yeah. And Woo! it'll be like brutal again. <laughs> as, as the pattern is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me in these trying times. Yeah. Uh, and discussing all of these anime. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope everyone out there stays safe also in these trying times. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, watch anime if you can. Mm-hmm. Watch soothing things, maybe. Or watch intense things if you can You can stomach it. I don't know. I, that's how I work. Like, you know, I like to watch, like, really hype, like, fight stuff a lot of the time. Like, when I'm, like, down. That's why I have, like, a hundred rewatches of the Gurren Lagann movies, because I'm twisted. Because <laughs> so I'm like, oh, no, I'm depressed. Let me watch a mech punch. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alright, so everyone, s- stay safe. Wash your hands, etc. Uh, and keep on watching anime with us. Thanks for listening. Free and stay